What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back at here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, Mr. Coach Alini, a.k.a. the prognosticator, Coach Dadamas. We in here with the great one. I appreciate y'all for being here. And let's give yourself a round of applause. We are in here with the greatest viewership group, a.k.a. the Coach Gang. Yes, indeed. And that's you. And ladies, the 10 toes up gang. Yes, apply within. And that's you. Or out will apply within you. And that's you. Indeed, ladies, that's how we do it. Hey, we got the greatest group. We got the greatest content creator in the building. The great one. If you smell it. <laughs> All right, I can't play the Rick Flair clip anymore because they didn't copyrighted me three times. All right, they got like, look, <laughs> I got my whole damn stream blocked in several countries because of that Rick Flair clip. So I can't play the Rick Flair clip no more. Anyway, listen, man, we got a great show today. Trigger warning, viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. You were warned. In addition, the show does not promote hate nor harm of any person based on their size. Yeah, their size, oh, the humanity. their relationship status, race or class. The goal of the show is to promote healthy, healthy, emotional uh, uh, relationships, <laughs> healthy choices for men, particularly in men's lifestyle, finances and emotional relationships. And we teach you the free agent lifestyle. I am the author of the book, The Free Agent Lifestyle and the Evolution and the free ebook, 52 things that all men should consider prior to marriage that you can pick up at gregadams1.com. The link is in the description box below. Let's get into the show, man. We got the main event topic. Trad wives. Trad wives are making a comeback. There is a movement, although we don't see it, of traditional wives. And they always have this movement tends to be around when there's an economic collapse of epic proportion on the horizon. Soon as the finances become unstable, unstable, women are start running to become traditional wives. Now, there's a woman here that says, she is much, much happier. I'm not happy. <laughs> being a traditional wife. And you're going to see a lot of women. You know what I mean? They're followers. They're not. They're, they're pretty much. They wake up in the morning going. Somebody tell me what to believe in. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're doing this today. Soft girl era. Here we go. Then they start, start skedaddling. Oh, we in the street. We licking ice cream. Hot girl summer. Here it is. Hot girl summer. It is. All right, they, th this is what we call a hive mindset. So now what you're going to see, the economy's collapsing. These corporate jobs laying people off, all the staff jobs left and right. People losing their way, not having a plan. Their plan was to work for their master their entire life. Their plan was to live off their 401k in their entire life. Their plan was to live off Social Security all of their lives. Of course. Chicken bock, and then all of a sudden, when that reality does not exist, we have movements that start building up called trad wives. And people think trad is a slur, it is not, it is short for traditional. So, when you say trad con, people think, Oh, that sounds like it's a shot at traditional people, but it's not, it's a short for traditional conservative trad con. So, um, traditional wives, trad wives is making a comeback. Now, let me just say something, and I'm gonna say this right now. I'm going to already I'm going to already put one group off 
as possibility of being trad wives. And I'm just going to say this. I'm going to show you this. Yeah. The Negro community is about to frown upon my shenanigans. Black women are automatically disqualified from being traditional wives. Now, when I say them, I say 96% of them. It's already a wrap. All right. They, they have no shot. And as Vince McMahon said, you have no chance. That's what you've got. They done. And the reason why is 96% of them, uh, they kind of fall into this mode right here. Let's go ahead and play the clip. Play the clip. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. God damn. Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But goddamn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> for he vote independent. Now, the problem is, I know sisters are watching this. Coach, you're in on us again. No, I'm not in on you. The problem is there's something called a six degrees of separation. Okay. Have you ever heard of six degrees of separation? It's a great concept. And it says that all of us as a humanity. Yes, our, our humanity. Oh, humanity. We're all essentially six degrees from separation from each other. Now, in the hood, particularly how women are brought up, they're about two degrees from separation from absolute straggle-daggle mentality. I mean, it's very relatively close. In fact, if I went to Inglewood, California right now and plucked a sister right up out of there and say, listen, listen, sister, I'm going to get your head right. I'm going to tell you how this goes. You're going to be happy as a trad wife. Forget your career. So I could focus on my career. Forget your career. This is how we're going to do it. She'll be like, okay. She'll sit there like this. She'll sit there like this. Okay. And she'll be good. But her mama is going to be a complete train wreck. Not only will her mama be a train wreck, all of her cousins, her damn nieces, her damn sisters, her brothers, sisters, wives. I mean, there's no way that I can. I would have to really remove her from the entire family. So that's going to be the problem there. You know what I mean? And a lot of their behaviors are, you know, and, and all of us, we get them from our moms and dads. And uh, yeah, she'd be running down trying to get, you know what I mean? Get the good barbecue and be like, suburban barbecue is okay. And she's like, no, I got to go get me some good hot links down there. She got to go run, run down there. You know, I need soul food from M&M's rubbing like a mother sucker. Greasy ass lips. Now I got to take a, sh yeah, man. She'd be running right back down to M&M's soul food. And I'll be like, yeah, but, uh, you know, I can't park the 911 down there. Well, it's, it'll be all right. It'll be safe. We need to go to our family down in Watts. Now I got to go down there, drive my inconspicuous vehicle. <laughs> and then I'm down there sitting on the side like, oh, my goodness. But anyway, man, look, look, you, you just can't review. You can't you can't remove them. They're just two six degrees. Not, they're less than six degrees separated from pure ignorance. Yes, I said that. All right. Yes, man. They, listen, they already get on me. But listen, we'll give you another 
perspective of who else qualifies for the 3%, <laughs> for the 3% of women in that community that qualifies, you can listen up. I know you guys want to be wives. I know you want to be wives, but the reality is you really don't. But we'll talk about that. We got some other great topics, but look, let's not belabor the point. We got a great show today. Uh, before we get into the earlier contributors to the day show, I always try to kick it off with the story so you guys aren't waiting for 25 minutes. Okay, so uh, uh, to contribute to the day show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the live chat in the free agent lifestyle channel. It is pinned to the top. So if you want your voice to be heard, support the show. Either way, sub sponsor, all right? Sponsor the show. You can do that, but you can't super chat over there. But if you're willing to super chat, you can go to the Notorious CGA channel and super chat over there. Appreciate y'all for being here. Let me kick a story and then I'll kick it to the earlier contributors to today's show. New Zealand's female prime minister quits her job because she has nothing left in the tank. Let's kick the sad music as we share this particular story right now. Oh, man. Feminism takes another L. And all I got to say is what is going on, man? All my life, I've heard. <laughs> all my life, I've heard when women rule, we'll do it and we'll do a better job. She was like, I'm not happy. <laughs> Couldn't make it all the way through, huh? Now, this is a political conversation, but it definitely has to do with what's going on in the world right here. Let's take a look. This individual, Jacinda, I don't even know her last, her last name, and she's irrelevant. It's New Zealand. <laughs> All right, shout out to everybody in New Zealand. Bro, what is... What happened to all... There's no more cocaine left? There's no more crack to smoke? What are we doing? <laughs> she steps aside. She was like, you know what? I just don't have the energy for this. <laughs> she lost all... The meth is not moving in New Zealand, what's going on? I'm not happy. Ladies, <laughs> I thought y'all was going to take over the world. Who run the world? Girls. Who run the world? Girls. Man, what are we doing? Y'all said y'all was going to take over. <laughs> the takeover. The breaks over. God MC. Me, CGA Hova. All right, come on, man. But ladies, we got to do better than this. We got to do better than this. And I anticipate President Kamala Harris will follow quickly once she gets into that seat. Because they're going to be on our neck. New, 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 new world order. They're going to be on our neck. Too much pressure. Can't handle the yop. Come on, man. Let's get in here and see what she's talking about. Come on. Resign already. What? And so today I'm announcing that uh -huh. we will not be seeking re-election. What? And that my term as prime minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. 7th of February? That's in three weeks. Hold up for a second. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me she's not crying, bro. Is this is the leader of the country? This is like when Derek Carr cried on that podium, bro. You done as the quarterback of the Raiders? You can't be crying on the podium, brothers. This is the leader of their nation, essentially. I mean, it's the highest elected official crying, bro. Man, what are we doing? There's no crying. Look at her, bro. What? You the leader, man. You put all those policies in there to make everybody get the. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. New, 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 new world order. You know who told that ass to sit down? You know who told that ass to sit down? New, 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 new world order. She says, "I'm tired. 
And so today I'm announcing that I will not be seeking re-election. Man, brothers, dude, I will never, ever, ever vote one of these in the office. I mean, I don't know what it is, Dad, to be honest with you. I mean, they might have got this out of a thriller video, in my opinion. How you quit your job, bruh? Leaders don't quit jobs. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Is she crying on a podium? They told her ass to step down. This is my opinion, and I don't know much about the situation. But a true leader does not step down, ladies. You got to finish the job. As a matter of fact, there might be some precedents related to this. True leaders don't quit their job, or do they? Fair use. It's on fantasy economics, and it ended in disaster. The country's got nothing to show for it except the destruction of the economy and the implosion of the Tory party. I've got the list here. 45p tax cut, gone. Corporation tax cut, gone. 20p tax cut, gone. Two-year energy freeze, gone. Tax-free shopping, gone. Economic credibility, gone. And her supposed best friend, the former chancellor, he's gone as well. Oh, man. They're all gone. Ooh. So why is she still here? <laughs> he laying into her, man. Hey, just because you're a female leader don't mean we can't lay into you. Let's see her response. Oh, Mr. Speaker. Uh-oh. Mr. Speaker. Uh-huh. I am a fighter and not a quitter. Oh, wow, boy. Hey, way to stand up for yourself. I appreciate that. That's, that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's true female leadership. That right there, she took it on the chin. And she took it like a champ. See, that girl from New Zealand needs to follow this woman, Liz Truss. See, Liz Truss took it right on the chin. She let that dude lay into him. And that dude was telling her, well, she failed. And she stood up. She says, I am not a quitter. She said, I am not a quitter. Unfortunately, the next day, she quit. The next day, after she got laid into, this woman quit her job. Yes, she did. <laughs> All right, go over. <laughs> hey, man, don't tell me she quit her job, brother. Yo. <laughs> sometimes you can't make this ish up <laughs> she can't she quit her job she quit her job after 45 days in the office <laughs> and not only that Oh, the humanity. <laughs> not only that, not only that, she got her bag and ran. Gotta get my bag and run. This woman served 45 days in the office, and for the rest of her life, she collects the equivalent of $129,000 a year for the rest of her life. Mm. She then got her bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What are we doing, man? Are we fooling ourselves? The woman in New Zealand said, burnout. I'm burnt out. The woman in New Zealand said, I got no more in the tank. Bruh. New, 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 new world order. Oh, 
Y'all fell for feminism. I mean, you guys, the world fell for it. Not only that, that Finland, that that Finland prime minister out there snorting, snorting lines and out there twerking on people. Remember her? That flatback Kaylee? I forgot to bring her up, too. All right. Was it Finland's prime minister? Yeah, her. The flatback one. Yeah, she out there twerking and allegedly caught smoking, uh, snorting lines at a party. And everybody defended her. They was like, oh, she needs to let her hair down. The job's stressful. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy, man. When President Kamala Harris takes over, man, it's going to be an absolute catastrophe. New, 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 new world order. She should be able to snort lines. And she was rubbing on dudes and grabbing them on the booty. Ooh, ooh, tea. She was actually sexually assaulting people, allegedly. And they let her, they let it pass. Somebody said, I made this up. <laughs> All right, I did the whole story on it. You think I'm making this up? Hold on for a second. Do I listen? We'll get. They asked her to do a drug, drug test. They actually drug tested her. And she tried to deny it. Don't drug test me. And it tested negative after the party video. All right, they passed it through. She passed the drug test, though. But, uh, yeah, look, hold on for a second. Who remembers that? <laughs> Who remembers that she was out there twerking? Let me see. I, I, I got to pull it up, the dance video. Dancing. I see y'all don't, I, I don't watch my videos. <laughs> hold on for a second. Let me see here. Hold on. Oh, I got to turn the music down. All right, just so you guys know, this is the prime minister of Finland now, if you will. She's right here. This is her right here. This is her. Now, she looked like she then did something. She looks like she's wrecked. She looked like she hired in a kite. Look, she's right here. Let's go ahead and play the video. Fair use. That's her. That's her. So, look, dude, we're <laughs> shake that little flat back. Oh, that little flat back moving, boy. And she flat everything. She flat all around. Get her, get her, get a girl, get a girl, get a girl. Now, this is the equivalent of Kamala Harris partying out. All right, look at her. Look. <laughs> oh, no, not. Wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, the humanity. This, she's not on her knees, is she? She's not grinding on her knees, bruh. And who is that? <laughs> she not grind. She looked like, dude. <laughs> oh, no. What did we do? Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Somebody said I'm making this up. Come on, man. Ain't no making this up. This your leader right here, of course, Finland. This is her partying out. Oh, she can do it. She's allowed to wear, let her hair down. All right, man, if Trump was out there partying like this, they would have his whole head. Where's she at? Where's she at? Look, she's there she is right there in the back. Boy, is she flat-backed or what? That is a long back. She's not even flat-backed. She just got a long back from the back of her neck to the back of her Achilles. <laughs> Where's she at twerking? All right, hold on. They're they they not sure no more. She in there somewhere. Where's she at? Oh, there she is. There she is right there. Come on, man. Show the girl. Show the girl. Who cares about them ugly girls right there? All right, there she is. Okay, anyway. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? We were told once they get in charge, they'll do right. That's the after party, bro. That's not even. That's not even. Because she already hired in the kite. So here we go, man. I tell you, man. Listen, I believe the best leaders should be the best leaders regardless of gender. But to tell me that these people will do better because they're better people. Wrong. We already have enough proof for me to decide it. By the way, that lady in Germany standing tall. All right. She's taking them square on the chin. 
The lady in Germany is not playing around. So let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Don't you love this show? We kick the real. Oh, what are we doing? They already they already shutting my stream down. They already slowing me down. They already slowing me down. New, 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 new world order. Man, Chief Drumhag says, Coach, I'm heading to Mexico. Let me give you a Mexico send-off. I'm headed to Mexico next week to celebrate my dad's birthday with him. Men, if you have a good father, don't forget them as they age. Absolute factuals. That's actually great, great, great advice. Oh, uh, We do forget our fathers. Yeah, I mean, I need to tap into my dad. You know what I mean? My dad is, I think, uh, look, I don't even know. He's approaching 70. I think he's about to turn 70. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get with my fam. We're going to throw him a party. We're going to throw him a party. He's kind of a lay-low dude. My dad's a lay-low dude. We're going to throw him a big, we're going to throw him a party. Having a party. <laughs> but yeah, man, as your dad's age, everybody has a good dad. Even you Debbie daddies. Get with your dads, man. Anyway. He's a low-key dude. He's a mellow dude. He don't want no party. But I'm going to throw his ass a party. Having a party. Yes, indeed. MC Hamster says New Zealand Prime Minister ain't tired. She quit before the consequences of her bad policies come around. That's the long view. Stay grinding, fellas. Yes, I didn't want to get into the politics of it because truly I don't know what the hell's going on in New Zealand. But if you guys remember, New Zealand had, they had a tight lockdowns. They had tight lockdowns. So, um, yeah, you're absolutely, you're probably right. And before the consequences came down, you're going to see a lot of these people scramble. New, 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 new world order. Because you know what's happening is, I don't know if you guys have been following, but um, they're trying to take a look at if some of these things that y'all took in response to the you-know-what has caused strokes. They're taking a look at potentially if it was inducing strokes. And this is not fake news. This is not propaganda. In fact, they were looking at some consequences and seeing if it was a contribution. I'm glad they are, because let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. People in the know really know. But I'm glad finally they're taking a look-ski. But if they take a look, and in fact, people have been damaged in any way, people who told you to do you-know-what might be held accountable, and they might be off with the head. Mm. Potentially. So I would be scrambling out, too. I would be getting up out of there, too. Let's get over to uh, Cash App, PayPal, Venmo. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. Jay Flo says, wives are the triple OG quiet quitters. Coach gang, the triple OG quiet quitters. Oh, man. Ladies, we're going to get into it if the ladies are here. I don't really preach to the ladies, but I know some ladies quietly watch me. But wives are the triple OG quiet quitters. The bait and switch is always at hand. Loud pockets this week on TikTok. XX is becoming tradcons. Yep. And of course, when there's war on the horizon, economic collapse. Now you see women starting to get pregnant and want to be wise. I like being in the kitchen. I like cooking. <laughs> right. Mm. Being a wife is more than cooking and cleaning. Just so you know, and you're talking to a person that has previously been married and had expectations of a wife. And um, it's more than cooking and cleaning. That is the least you can do. <laughs> Not only is it more, there's more to that. Shout out to Newski says, I tried to contribute multiple times a week, no matter what the amount. Men pay your dues so it can come back tenfold. CGA taught us a lot. Stop being cheap. Shout out to the coach gang. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Newski. Yes, man. Newski is, there's a lot of brothers, man, that be letting this show 
go on. And a lot of brothers, I'm not, I'm not one to beg for money, but what I'm saying is there's some brothers holding this shit up for y'all. There's some brothers, there's, there's a small community of men holding this shit up. And listen, no, for me, I, uh, there's dudes that you hear their name often. Sometimes they're doing five, sometimes 20, sometimes a hundred and sometimes $1, but they do it multiple times. So that's why I read them. You know what I mean? Some dudes are like, I'm not reading your $1 chat, but for me, I see the same dudes and they'll be like five times a stream doing a dollar that adds up. And that's why I read them. Some content creators don't want to read them. And uh, man, I'm a, I, I never been one to just not acknowledge people's support. I find it odd that content creators to just let people to just super chat, super chat, super chat, and don't say shit. I'm like, wow. I don't know, man. I've been cut from a different cloth. I'm cut from a different cloth, right? I'm like, if you contribute, I, I know um, your first pimp dollar is your most important dollar. The first dollar you make as a business person is your most important dollar because it's a confirmation that you have something going. And then you also, you also appreciate the first person that ever gave you that dollar, right? So that dollar means everything. That's a dollar they could have gave to somebody else. So I appreciate it. But some of y'all ninjas don't always just give me a dollar. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right. But um, anyway, shout out to Caitlin. He says, what's up, coach? So women want to be traditional wives again. How long are they going to keep up this charade? Well, <laughs> if you've had sisters, if you grew up with women, you know that it's a charade. All right. It's just a matter of convenience. Yeah, some people support on locals. Some people don't super chat here, but they support on locals. Some people do Patreon. I, I appreciate all my supporters, man. All of you guys. I really, really do. I know I may not tell you enough, but for real, some people don't. You never hear their name because they only support on Patreon or they have they do coaching calls. I know dudes that say I never super chat, but I'm going to give you a coaching call. And that's their super chat, right? That's their version of the super chat. Anyway, appreciate all brothers. And sisters, there's some women out here super chatting. Loud Pockets said the ham and egg fund. Shout out to you, ham and eggers. And no government name says coach. Uh, about three years ago, I was dating this fine medical doctor who constantly tried, uh, who talked crazy to me like I was under her, under her, even though I was a six figure earner. I was stressed because on paper, we seem perfect. Your channel saved me and I'm appreciate I appreciate you for that. Yeah, man, we I had a, a good conversation with the guy, YouTuber, major YouTuber. I won't say his name because he's kind of rolls under the surfaces of the red pill. He's he's a big time YouTuber and uh, he has a certain lane. So I won't say his name, but we kicked it. He was in town this week, this this week. And we went out, hung out, smoked some cigars, ate juicy steaks. The steaks were juicy. <laughs> we talked, we hung out. And um, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We talked about that exact situation for some reason, for some reason, when when it comes to when it comes to uh, women that are high earners, they also bring that high earning mentality. They bring that high earning mentality to their relationship. And I understand from their perspective, but they also struggle with that because they they look at you as a equal. And this is where you get the idea of the equal partnership. All right, the equal partnership. And it was somebody that is not in the red pill. So you guys are, I said he's not, he's not identifying as red pill because his audience is too big. So you guys are naming red pillars. All right. 
All right. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So what happens is. What happens is they start to believe their achievements. Puts them in a certain stratus in the relationship, even if even if you are an equal earner, they still think, hey, I'm going to bring my work mentality into the relationship. That's going to be an L. It's going to be an L. <laughs> because that is typically not going to work, meaning the guy is not just going to be henpecked. Now, there are some guys that are going to be henpecked. But once you see your strength, you're not willing to be henpecked. And it's something that has worked negatively against women. I'm sorry. The only way it works is if the guy submits. And this is, I will say this all the time. I, I will say this all the time. Either she runs you or you run her. There is no in-between. Anybody in this world that believes a relationship can stand on an equal basis for a long period of time, you're out of your mind. You're dumb. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Now, can a woman lead that part of the relationship? Yes. But eventually, she'll grow tired of that male. She'll realize he's impact and she'll lose respect for him. This is why a woman leading a relationship doesn't work. She can do it and she can run over him and she can be overbearing and she can, and let's just say positively, she can lead. But in crises, if there's a crisis, if there's something that needs to be made immediately, like an immediate decision that doesn't, we don't have time to have a powwow, make the decision. Women will freeze like a deer in headlights. And then she'll abdicate to you in that crisis. Okay, what are, what are we going to do? That's not what you want. That's dangerous. And then eventually she'll lose respect for that male. She's not going to have the strong male presence that she truly desires. She'll cheat on him. She'll do all these things, a.k.a. Uh, what's the girl's name? Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. She'll become Gabrielle Union to you. Now, a lot of women have wet dreams of being a Gabrielle Union. See, it can work, but look at the husband. Not only look at the husband, look at the collateral damage of the entire family. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. That's a disastrous relationship, but you can think it works well for Gabrielle, and it might work for women who want to be Gabrielle in their relationship, but they're certainly not going to be have the type of man that they want. They're not. It is what it is. I don't care what you say. There's only one swinging Johnson in this house, and it is CGAs. You don't have one. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get into this. Uh, let's get into this. What are we doing here? But, ladies, if you're looking for a guy like that, there's a bunch of goofy-ass dudes out here that will let you lead them right into the abyss. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They'll lead them right to the abyss. Anyway, let's get into today's show right there. Coach Radamus strikes again. Speaking of leaders, speaking of leaders, you're in here with the leader of this, meaning I'm the leader of this edutainment. This is the greatest show on turf. This is the greatest show in the desert storm. Coach Radamus been telling y'all, Instagram, going to full nudity up. Oh, what did I tell you? SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. What are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Coach Radamus done told y'all that we're headed here. I said that, and everybody's tried to make it about you. Well, that's what you're watching, Coach. And, that's and I'm you. like, of course, I'm looking at it. However, I'm like, 
yo, at some particular point, these platforms will go nude. Facebook, Facebook, and Instagram will lift ban on bare breasts, but only for trans and non-binary users. Now, I know what you're going to say. Well, that's only for the trans people. But they also included non-binary, which is going to open up the door, open up Pandora's box. That's going to be everybody. All women are going to be non-binary at that particular point. They're just going to be, how, how do you distinguish who's trans and non-binary? How do you report a, a, a thing? And then the woman says, well, that I have trans or non-binary in my, in my bio. I have it in my bio. By the way, I just saw uh, a few days ago when I was on Instagram, a woman laying out, her head was not in the video, in the, in the post, but her, her, her breasts were bare. You can see everything, the whole breast all the way down to the, um, to the taco. The, and, and over the taco, you can see the hair, the pubic hair and everything. And there was a cloth over it. So you couldn't see the lips, but it was essentially Playboy magazine. It was a fully nude image. And a bunch of comics. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Now, here's the thing. I already told you we're going this way. You have essentially what's happening is you have a all out war of social media. All right. So social media is warring with each other. And with, with that, it's kind of like when airlines war with each other the price is lower because everybody's trying to outdo each other. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, they're in a war. You just don't see it. They're making all kinds of adjustments to stay competitive. And their com competition is to keep you here for decades. So what they're doing is, uh, and, and I'll throw OnlyFans in there. OnlyFans is getting significant bags. So um, these, these, these places are making things easier. Um, YouTube's making it easier for women to create content. And allow them to put nude, nude yoga, uh, booty pictures in there uh, to attract viewers. And of course, it's going to attract viewers. And it's just going to make a, a lot of dudes more um, operating on their lust. Okay, so here you have it. Kostradamus called this probably about a few months ago. A few months ago, I said at some particular point, you see this right here, Instagram. And that means Facebook. List ban on bare breasts for trans and non-binary users only. Only. Yeah, but. That's that's a slippery slope because what are nine by what are non-binary users? How do you distinguish? How do you challenge that? If a woman puts her bare body out there, how do you challenge that? Hey, I report this. Th that woman is not trans or non-binary. If it's challenged, she can just say I'm non-binary. It, it's it's what it is. So chalk it up to CGA, a.k.a. Coach Stradamus. We're here. The, the evolution I wrote, I wrote the book, The Evolution, guys. I I'm telling you where we're going as a society. People think that I, uh, they don't call me Coach Adamas for nothing. People think that I'm just making this shit up. You think I make it up. You think I'm bitter and hurt. I am the prognosticator. I walk in the spirit of Elijah. I'm telling you, we've opened Pandora's box. We're not coming back. Although we're going to talk about trad wives later on. We're not going backwards relationships i mean the the monetized woman by the way they're saying bare breasts so this is obviously not for men this is for women the woman's going to be able to be monetized it's going to be tougher and tougher to get women back now there's one more point i want to make about this this is going to make it interesting for young people generation z gen z is going to be raised at a point where they could just access pornography easily this is going to distract a lot of people this is going to give women a lot of so uh, body issues, low self-esteem, and just understand this. 
men did not do this. Men did not do this. When you guys start complaining about body issues and depression and what your self-worth is, remember, the envelope was pushed by the people who are pushing this agenda and women. They're monetizing themselves, but they're always going to blame men. Even that damn bad baby said, all oh, the men that paid me $50 million should be in jail. Guys, just see where it's going, and that's where it's at. Anyway, wow. Somebody says it will eventually collapse in 100 years or so. Yeah, I mean, the system itself will collapse on its head. I mean, if you read anything related to the Bible, Rome, I mean, we're headed there. It's going to collapse and to a point where when I say collapse, doesn't mean we'll be in smoke and rubble, but we'll be in more of what you would think um, is, and they, they've already prepared you for it, what's in WALL-E, the movie WALL-E, or the movie Ready Player One. We'll all live in... You know, to everything outside of the everything outside of social media and video games and the meta, everything outside of that will be reality, but it will be ignored. Uh, the movie, uh, the movie, um, Idiocracy, everything will just be dumbed down to the lowest common denominator, and the most intelligent people will be seen as a threat and be more or less excommunicated, ostracized, and We'll be back into basically caveman, cavewoman. We're de we are de evolving, and if you're following the biblical principles, those things will be destroyed and be re remade. All right, but that's a metaphor more than it is reality. I don't anticipate forty days and forty nights of raining and flooding. I don't anticipate that. Although California is going through that right now, so I may be wrong, <laughs> but that's where we're going. I'm saying. That's where we're going. We're going to live through our phones. We're going to live through the metaverse, uh, everything. And, and we know the negative effects of it, but people still can't detach from it. They're still going to live it. They're still going to be in it. Oh, it's making me depressed, but they can't put it down. And then there's going to this, there's going to be this competition uh, in terms of modern women. They're going to choose this life way before. Dude, they'll choose this and homelessness and depression well before they choose traditional wifeism. It's where we're going. I, I wrote the book, The Evolution, to tell you this is feminism's reverse engineering of American women. They're actually going backwards. They're not going forwards. They're going backwards. Not to the 50s. They're going backwards to cavemen and cave women by choice to chase the almighty dollar. Kostradamus is right again. Let's go ahead and celebrate Kostradamus on this one. I've told you about this. This brother right here, Steve, saying, Coach, don't miss. Listen to this. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I might have to switch my audio. Remember I told you about dentists? I've trained about six dentists in my life. So when I tell you information, I'm telling you from experience. Remember I was going through this? Of course, there were a couple people that said, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I said, dentists can tell when you suck on things. Remember I told you that? I said, women can tell. I'm sorry. Dentists can tell when you suck on things. Meaning, They'll look at your overbite. They'll look at, you know, some of the soft tissue in your mouth. I said, all dentists can know if your daughter is having oral, if your wife is having oral, if you're having oral pause. Remember, I said that I said that I said that I said that. And people said, you don't know what you're talking about. Trust me. I do. I got I got a lot of life. I've lived a lot of life here. I've lived five of your lives. OK, check this out. Let's go ahead and go to this. This young skeezer that you guys brag about banging for free, you're going to find out she do a lot of things with men for free or for a fee. Let's play it.
I saw on TikTok that dentists can tell if you just suck a wiener. Is it true? Yep, that one's true. How? Because you can see bruising <gasps> Of course, he's wearing a mask. Uh, you should have took the mask off so I can hear. What he said is because of the veins and the soft tissue in the mouth are damaged. Obviously, if you're throwing, doing throat goat activities. Let's continue. Oh. There's a particular pattern of bruising. Because it's soft tissue. You're talking about tongue, under the tongue, the palate. The upper palate, which is the harder point portion of your, your mouth, the veins, the tongue, sometimes STDs. Remember I said STIs can start on your tongue. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And if you go to the dentist, they look at your tongue. And they can tell. They're like, oh, you have uh, chlamydia or gonorrhea on your tongue. I'll pull up the data just so you can see. But dudes thought I was lying. And I was like, dude, what are y'all talking about? I have the proof. Here we go. She's been dropped. This woman's been dropping that net. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> 304 activities 304 activities yes indeed there's no hiding guys there's no hiding man the lord the good lord whoever made us has made us and designed us to actually reveal what our true activities has been like stis is another one i don't know if you know that the human male phallus is designed for the very activity that you think women don't do, which is cheating. Over years, our anatomy has designed itself to be able to fight multiple men's seed within the womb of the woman. And so as we plunge, we bring out other seed. Did you guys know this? This is all true. So people think, oh, women don't cheat. Women don't do this. Women don't do that. They're not in these streets. Oh, oh, contraire, mon frere. In these streets, nature reveals there's no hiding secrets. So let's play the remainder of the video and then I'm going to show you one more thing about STIs on the tongue. Okay, here we go. Oh my god, all right. So after Valentine's Day, we've noticed that bruising in, in the soft palate a lot more. So, he said, after you can't hear him, he says, after Valentine's Day, we notice in our female patients a lot more bruising in the soft palate. Hello. Hello. Where are we at? So they've been dropping that neck. All right. Uh, Coach Adamas, once again, guys, I give you the truth. This, this is one of the only places where you can get the truth. For real, listen. I'm not just tooting my own horn. When I say things, I mean them. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm going to show you one more thing. Thing, thing here. Ting. One more thing here. Uh, the tongue oral it, look if you go to the dentist and you got something you will they'll see it on your tongue oh yeah oral stds and it says right here oral stds are the type of disease that get transmitted from person to person when the mouth tongue and lips come in contact with the genital areas of an infected person there are many types of STDs like gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis that are contagious and so can be spread orally. A lot of oral STDs are seen among teenage girls and boys and adults from age 15, 15, I didn't say it, they said it, to 45 years old, according to a health study carried out from the year 06 
to 08 in the United States found that uh, found found out that 80 percent of adults and 45 percent of teenagers engaged in oral SEX with their respective partners, at least. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, many people do do various forms of activities with multiple people. Thus, one person might do a little sucky sucky over here. Somebody like met a little pokey pokey over here. There's kissing. And this is why I've always said, I've always said this, and I want you to pay attention. I've always said this. I've said a lot of people talk about condom use and STIs, but sometimes the way people use condoms is all backed up. I'm like, it's all jacked up. What you guys do is you guys swap fluids, swap spit, lick on each other, suck on it. You guys do all of this stuff. And then the only time you roll protection on is like the 15 minutes or so, if you're lucky, of stroking. And then everybody's like, reach for the condom. Do you have a condom? Like, bro, it's too late. It's not too late, but I'm like, you've already done the damage. The damage is already done. Like, you think that, that there's no nothing going to be on the lips. They literally have HSV1. It's on the lips, on the lips. Not only that, there's other ones that land on the tongue. You've already swapped all the spit and sucked all the juices off, and you're thinking now, put the condom on. You've already, and not only that, many times you already done grind it. It's all on your belly, all in your lap already, and then you're like, Find the condom. <laughs> like, what? It's already like y'all already done swapped everything. DNA is on everybody by now. You already done put the head in. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you already had the head in already. Just go on and finish the job. What the? <laughs> or do what's best. Learn how to protect yourselves. These dudes that talk about they get free sex, they often do carry STIs. They will not tell you. They've had at least one, two, or three STIs. Stop. Y'all have already shared stuff. So, look, I tell you this to protect you. I don't tell you to be vulgar. I don't tell you to be uh, any of these things. I tell you to tell you. Dentists can know. I know. They know. They look at your tongue. They can see it. There's markers. That's been known since eight, when I was in eighth grade health class. Not only that, multiple people, some women only kiss dudes. Some women only suck dudes. Some women only let dudes poke. Some dudes poke and don't kiss. Some dudes only kiss and then, come on, bro. Some dudes eat the whole box out and then go from box to mouth. I mean, come on, man. Y'all already done traded DNA. Let's get real. Let's get real. And I think people are straight up normies when they're like, oh, you're about to put it in? Grab the Jimmy. Now, of course, you don't want to get pregnancy, right? That's obviously. But trust me, by the time you're getting to that, You've already had a couple of other minutes of swapping <laughs> DNA. Let's just call it DNA. And I'm here to teach. CGA don't reach. CGA teaches. Let me see something here. Let's get to this one, and then I'll come back to the contributions right here. Not only that, some of these girls be doing way nastier stuff, and then will come up and kiss your mouth. <laughs> what? You don't want me to kiss you after doing that? And you're like, no, I don't. <laughs> no. And there ain't enough Listerine. There ain't enough Listerine to help y'all out. But what I'm saying is be safe out here. Next one, adventurous woman tries to open her relationship up. She wants an open relationship in the bedroom with her with their uh, boyfriend of several years. But she loses her entire relationship. This is a story and we will read it. She doesn't know what happened. She's like this. What happened? She's like, what happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, her man. 
let's see what happens. <laughs> Wait for a second. Wait a minute. There's a story here and I'll read it. This is on Reddit relationship advice. My 31 year old boyfriend. Wait a minute. My she's a woman, 31 year old female. Her boyfriend, 33 year old male disappeared. And I don't know where he is. <laughs> All right. Let's read the story here. What happened? She says, me and my boyfriend have been together for two years. Everything was going great. We hardly ever fought. What did I tell you guys about love? What did I tell you about love? Let's go ahead and let this man say it because you guys simply don't believe it. Let's go ahead and let this man preach to y'all real quick. And I won't play the whole thing. When couples first meet and they fall in love, that in love thing is limerence. And it's chemicals, cocktail, oxytocin. So when you're around that person, you're like, I love being around that. I love thinking about that person, butterflies, all that stuff. And it's an addiction. But between one to three years, it goes away. <sighs> I said, I've been saying that. And people think that, that because I believe that, that I can't have some sort of passionate, uh, good relationships with women. I, I, I don't come on here to brag, but I'm cool in that category. And women know I tell it what it is up front. I'm just telling them that love, it's not going to go there. It's don't, you're not going to convince me talking about it. it's not going to help you. You might just wait till I fall head over heels, but I just know that's not happening. So enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy the ride as you have it. And if you don't want to enjoy the ride, get the hell off the ride. But I know what is reality. I'm not dumb. I'm not young anymore. Okay. And um, so this is what happened. She said two years. Guess what? It fell off the rails. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Everything was going great. We hardly ever fought. Love spending time together, even if it was just cuddling on the couch and watching TV, which is a trap, gentlemen. It is not what masculine men do. At least not often. Frequently had sex and experimented in the bedroom. Okay, She says, even planned a vacation in September when I thought where I thought he may propose. We were very happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> Speak for yourself. But now that's changed. Most of the time, vacation is going to either be a marriage or a breakup. It says right here, but now that's changed. I had a three-day work conference where I went to another city and stayed in a hotel. A few days before, I asked him what he thought about us giving each other a free pass. <laughs> All right, you hear what's happening here. She's going to Las Vegas for a conference. Before she leaves for the conference, she says, Hey, why don't we have an open relationship? Why don't we give each other a free hall pass? <laughs> Conveniently, as she's going to vacation, meeting up with CGA to get them cheeks clapped. See, she set this shit up. Yeah, somebody just said it. She had that shit set up. She had somebody that she was meeting there. And then she said, perhaps I might want to tell him I was going to cheat on you. So you didn't find out I was cheating. A few days before the conference, before she gets on the airplane, ah, should we have a hall pass? <laughs> These women are crazy. She said right here, I would be free to get with someone at the conference and he would be free to get with whoever he wanted. <laughs> Dude, women are absolutely cuckoo for Cocoa Bucks, man. Hey, ladies. Who thought this shit was going to fly? You guys are bird brains at times. We can see clearly what this shit is. Number one, you didn't even give him ample time to set up his hall pass. Number two, you set up a cheat. And number two, you probably have it with a coworker or somebody in town. You set up your cheating and then said, let's be free to open shit up. Like, 
Did you help him get a girl? Did you give him lead time? <laughs> you didn't even give him no lead time. Nothing. And she says, maybe we could swap stories when I got back. <laughs> swap story. Wait, you gave him two days to get with abroad. You didn't bring abroad to him or nothing. And then you was going to go to vacation, then come back or go to work, come back and talk about how you got your brakes beat off of you. And then ask him, how did yours go, honey? He ain't got nothing. These people are crazy. The thought was sexy to me. I wasn't thinking about cheating. Yeah, right. We had already talked about threesomes. So I thought other people were okay. If he said no, I wouldn't have done anything. Wow. So you talked about threesomes, which is different than an open relationship. A threesome is within, you know, open relationships have rules. So do threesomes. There's people that are, I know that are in open relationships and then they can still feel that their partner cheated. Just because you're in an open relationship doesn't mean you can do anything. You still have, the rules are often more confined than traditional relationships, right? And then he, she says, he just said, quote, if that's what you want, okay, sure. If that's what you want, okay, sure. So he didn't say, yes, I'm down with it. He basically gave her the passive aggressive. That's what you want, bitch. Let's see if the doors, if let's see if the keys still work on the door when you get back. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. That's what you want, bitch. She says, I thought I got his permission and everything was fine. But now, but looking back, I think I effed up. Mm. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's cue the music. The first day we talked a little bit. The second day, I couldn't get him on the phone. So we just text. The third day, I didn't hear from him at all. Fourth day, I was coming back after getting her back blown out and still couldn't reach him. I get to our apartment and all his stuff is gone. I panic and try to call and text, but he won't answer. That was yesterday. He said, my sister hasn't heard from him either. He has no family around here that I can ask. I went to his job and they told me he quit two days ago. <laughs> I don't know where he is and he won't talk to me. I don't know what uh, I don't know what to do. I can't stop crying. Please help. Let's give him a win over there. Shout out to him. Hey, and of course, oddly enough, <laughs> oh man oh man this dude i tell you man for some reason men and women can't get on the same accord i would have left too i was like okay yeah you can do what the hell you want to do oh i can have a hall pass too guess what you bitch thank you very much that will be my exit you bitch yeah bitch unbelievable man let's get to these super chats contributions <laughs> weirdos out here Weirdos, shout out to who is this here showing love? We got Big Dope Butter. He says, never follow a XX. Prime example, they are natural followers themselves. So why would someone ever put them in a leadership position? I told you to do Biden. They're natural followers. Yeah, they're, they're naturally going to follow. When they lead, they normally don't lead you in the position. You know, they'll lead you, but they'll stop midway leading you and ask you what we should do next. What we do next? <laughs> All right, Ben. No, man. 
All right. I like to make decisions and be very efficient with my time. There's no need to powwow about everything. Pete Rose says CGA humble and always acknowledging my five ducats. Thank you, coach. Never switch up. If it's why you are the Bruce Wayne of this ish. Thank you, Pete Rose. We acknowledge those super chats. All right. Now I'll only be acknowledging the $50 and up. All right. Anyway, Daniel McGee says, thanks coach for giving us men knowledge and wisdom. Indeed. AV network guys showing support. As you save lives and edutain, we got barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Mr. DG says, what's good, coach? He says, driving by the junior college here in the Bible Belt. Woo. He says, I see two Kayleys, two Snow Cows, two Methanies, and one angry-looking sister. Shout out to the coach gang and the nasty boys. Yeah. Oh, that's nasty. By the way, I went to dinner last night in, in Vegas on the strip, and there was a young woman that was a hostess. By the way, if you ever go to certain hotels and restaurants the hostesses be junior college prime grade a meat all right you got the hostesses up and down resort world the conrad these hostesses is like flat back the kaylee's they they be on point some senoritas some little mamacitas never know sisters actually only seen one sister hostess at a restaurant and she was little tiny petite she was foldable um but anyway little asian slimmies they be bad, bro. But um, with that being said, the funny thing was her name was Kaylee. Her name was Kaylee. So I'm going to check in. The guy that was with me, I, I approach her. I see her name. It says Kaylee. So I said, your name, Kaylee? <laughs> and the dude that was with me know the joke. So he's busting up. And I was like, your name's Kaylee. And she was like, no, it's actually Kylie. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I said, we just have an inside joke. With the name Kaylee. And then her other flatback girl was like, oh, no, well, her, her name is actually pronounced Kaylee. So they wanted to know the joke, right? And so they were like, she was like, now you can't, she was like, now that you said that, you cannot not tell me the inside joke. And I said, no, I can't tell you because your name is Kylie. If your name was Kaylee, I would tell you. <laughs> all right. So they were all curious, all attentive, titties all perked up. They titties all perked up. They antennas was like, what? You know what I mean? If you keep secret from a woman, she's like, tell me. I was like, well, there's only one circumstance that I will tell you. You're going to have to drop that neck. <laughs> right? She, so I got to telling them about themselves. And I really didn't tell them about the inside joke about Kaylee. But I thought it was funny that we did bump into a Kaylee. I didn't tell them the joke. I just told them about themselves. I was like, I know you the sneaky one and you right there. You, the, you know, I was just telling them about themselves. And then they were all interested. Huh? huh what? What? They just want to know. You know what I mean? Bird brains. Bird brains. <laughs> but I tell you, I was going to tell her your name's Kaylee, but she wasn't blonde and she had tits. So it didn't really work. It didn't really work. If she was blonde and had no, let me, I know people are like, what are you talking about? She was not blonde. She was a uh, chestnut brown. And she had a ample set of, of tits. So the reality is it didn't fit the mold. It only fit the name. And that was going to be what I told her. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know it fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to. And I was going to tell her. Did she want she did she not want a relationship? What she was trying to do? I was gonna tell her that too, but it just didn't come out together. <laughs> All right, anyway. Wow. 
Yes, it was a thing. You know, Joker Joker says, Coach, looking like God Emperor, fighting back chaos and simp behavior. Thanks, Coach, for everything. He says, I just have the junior college and paint my Warhammer models. No need to hold masculine frame and BS for free. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the junior college. Yes, that's what we do, man. I, I'm really efficient at, you know, insulating myself and having fun. No drama. Ladies, you know what men want? Peace, quiet, and freedom. All right, shout out to uh, a Warhammer. Where's Warhammer, by the way? Enigma in, uh, WPG says, I put the head into easy, then I run to get a Jimmy. I put the head into, is that a rap lyric? <laughs> is that a rap lyric? Derek Joyce, wearing headphones while listening to you at my job. He says, you got me sitting up in here sniggling. In front of all these white people. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, be, be careful, brothers. Hey, you know the one thing that will piss a woman off more than anything? And we're going to get to that because Candace Owens talked about why women file for divorces. Some of the petty reasons why they file for divorce. But if you want to piss a woman off real easy, the one thing you do, and this will work every single time, Again, because they too nosy, they're Nate, they're, <laughs> Hercules got it. Just sniggle and be happy. Oh, if you happy and sniggling, yep, somebody says, show joy, your happiness. Ignoring her works, but just be happy and sniggle. Oh, like, don't do anything that's obvious. Like, I'm an Andrew Tate fan. Just be, like, happy. You be enjoying yourself. <laughs> sniggling. <laughs> Just a happy and get happy and joyous being happy. Oh, pissed. They'll be pissed, especially if you live with her and you're in a relationship and you just <laughs> sniggling like that. Oh man, what you have? What you laughing at? I'm listening to the CGA and I'm sniggling. <laughs> they cannot stand that. What? Let me see. Uh, you might not like it. What do you mean I might not like it? Then you listening? <laughs> Sniggling? Let me see it. Ha <laughs> ha and the key key Then she'll watch whatever you're sling sniggling at. Whatever you're sniggling at, she'll watch it. You find this funny? <laughs> yes, I'm happy. Let me be. Why you ruining it? <laughs> see, that's why I didn't tell you to watch it. I'm enjoying myself over here sniggling. Now you want to bring drama to the shit. Why don't you go out? Like, like what you should do is come over and say, sniggle with me. But now that I'm sniggling and happy and laughing at something I find funny, you're going to ruin it. They can't they, do ladies. You can't do it. For some reason, you see a dude happy and you want to ruin it. <laughs> Can I have my fun? You find this funny? This guy's reprehensible. Let me live my life, man. <laughs> Take notes, ladies. Take notes. If a dude is happy, don't bother him, please. Whatever you do, do not bother him. You ever do this? Y'all doing something? <laughs> Y'all play fighting and wrestling all of a sudden? And then for something, she'll say something and blurt some shit out? Y'all was already happy. And then she's like, oh, we're happy. We're fighting and play fighting. And then she'll come out. That's why you can't. 
or she'll say like something like this. You play fighting, you wrestling. This lasts longer than you last in bed. She'll hold, kill the whole mood. You'd be like. <laughs> Their humor just don't hit at the right time. You know what I mean? Like she's trying to give a compliment, but at the same time, she attack your ass, your whole masculinity. My boyfriend used to hit harder and pal drive me and choke me harder when we play fought. You like. <laughs> I was happy. I was enjoying myself. Then you start talking. <laughs> it's like. For some, yeah, back. You're like. We were having fun. And you killjoyed it. You're a killjoy. I don't think we're really compatible as human beings, just to let you know. I mean, we can get together for short periods of time. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, ladies, y'all like, you know what I mean? Like when it comes to anyway. Faith is in the building. Shout out to Faith. She says, Coach, do you think we'll eventually go to the demolition man route and just have virtual sex. Remember they did that in a way to prevent the mix of body fluids and to prevent diseases. I doubt it. People are too nasty. Shout out to you. Oh, that's nasty. I think normies will normies will normies normies. Um, you guys don't know, man, if you're, you know, a lot of people are sexual demons out here, including yours. Truly. I've seen too much. I can't go back to too much vanilla. Not only that, a lot of the women that you say you get sex from for free, they're deviants themselves. So they truly nasty too. But if we talk about people that live in Idaho, Topeka, Kansas, you know what I mean? Des Moines, Iowa. You know, I'm talking about older people, 45. They already fat. Both of them fat. They'll they'll join in on the virtual sex. They good with that. They'll be good. But if any girls went to college, aka sexual indoctrination ceremonies, right? They already gonna be doing nasty stuff. Where are we at? Zero fallout says Pookie's been around since the caveman days. He says when you're out risking your life killing mastodons. He says these 304s were letting Pookie hit with the fur box and the Tim's on. Indeed. 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 Shout out to Albert Ingram. I'm not feeling sorry for men anymore. The information is out and men still want to roll the dice and ignore the truth. Yeah. Uh, male ego is a problem. Your ego is not your amigo. Not all the time especially men who have a sense of believing that women validate them as, as human beings. I, I understand it. I, I use women as validating me socially, but not validating me personally. It's a weird thing. Not everybody can get there. They don't validate me personally. Now I can have a bad broad with me and then everybody else go, okay, CGA role with the finest. Okay. I can understand that. That does happen in our social circle networking uh, uh, esteem classes of individuals and so forth and so on. Yes. But there's some dudes that are sucker for love ninjas, meaning the woman validates them. I get women to lay down and open their flower up to me because it's me. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like is that? Okay. That's the only thing you got to lean on in life. Damn. Some of y'all dudes were either not hugged enough <laughs> you were younger or you were hugged too much. I'm trying to figure out what that line is. Y'all were either hugged not enough and too much. Like literally 
many things in life hangs on the fact that a woman likes you for you. Like that is priority one in your life. If that is true, I will tell you this. You better find some other shit in life to measure yourself as as a man. Please find something. Dude, that is not even in my top five or ten things priority wise. What happened, man? Y'all been giving. <laughs> Y'all been raised on formula. You hate yourself that much. You hate yourself as an individual. You in a low rung tax bracket. And you're telling me she likes me for me. Like, whoa, my God. I, I think, you know what I think about men? Yes, I'm going in on men. He said they was breastfed far too long. Formula fed ass ninjas. Hey, look. This is what I'm going to tell you. Similac, Similac child. Day, this happens to men who were raised in daycares. Or their mama was a crack fiend mama. And now she is a black queen mama. Or your mama worked for a pimp on the low low. You used to see a dude show up with a fur coat all the time. And she was dropping off money. Or she was dropping off five nickels and dimes to, to him. Right? I, I, I'm, I'm really questioning. The, the reality is you guys got no hobbies. Men, get some hobbies. <laughs> Men, please, for the life of me, you need some hobbies, and women are not hobbies. <laughs> women are the least hobby thing to do. Look, you guys need to get something, do some woodwork, go to the metal shop, learn how to shoot a bow and arrow, get a firearms license, Learn how to jump rope, travel, get a passport. You guys need to collect action figures. You know what I mean? Like, do something else, please. Mm. Mountain bike, ski, skateboard, water ski, go to Lake Havasu, <laughs> build something, get build Legos, build Legos, hunt, fish, jog. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> fix your car engine remember when dudes would be like i'm gonna work on my car they be up under there they put the cars on the block they figure out how to change their oil they get out with that rag they fix a volkswagen they was actually doing some shit you joke learn to play guitar you jokers absolutely wake up thinking about hoes and go to sleep thinking about hoes when they the easiest damn thing to get. Read a book, collect baseball cards, Pokemon, yogi Oi. For real. I'm telling y'all, go play basketball, hit the gym, do some push-ups. We really got to get a hold of this shit. For real, it's getting out of hand. And then you measure yourself on how to get women. I mean, bruh, dude, if you do these things, women gonna show up, and in a proper perspective, you'll place them. How important is this woman? Should I stop fixing my car engine and mess with her, or should I keep fixing my car engine? I think I'll mess with her for a short period of time and go back and fix my car engine, and then go play basketball. Mm. <laughs> Learn a language. I'm saying, bruh, we got to get this shit for real, man. 
women are yeah go to buy, women we're in ladies i'm not putting you as low i'm not saying you're a low human being but for a man to be like 80 percent of the time being around women is some single mother raised bullshit i mean some of you guys need a hug do y'all need a hug you guys literally know know how to do nothing else in life no other interest but getting a, a woman I don't I don't know, man. I'm just trying to be real. And uh, listen, I used to be in my 20s. So I remember I was controlled by that hormone called testosterone. It was a weird time. <laughs> You're horny all the time. Now I realize once you done banged them out, you're like, OK, all right. You guys got no tools in your toolbox, no ability to do nothing else, no means to earn any support. You're the lowest economic people on the ladder. You can't get no real women. You're passing around STDs. You're banging skeezers and acting like she's giving it to you for free when she done banged six other dudes and she banged somebody prior to you banging her too. That's neither here nor there because that's the type of women you roll with. You're patting yourself on the back with this and you know how to do nothing else. You ain't even left America yet. I swear to God. I swear. This is a tough conversation and I didn't mean to go there. But this is a tough conversation about men. Then you wondering why shit going left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, man. All you watch is dudes saying, well, yeah, you know, you got to get these holes. Oh, 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 yeah, dude, that gets tiring over time. That gets tiring over time. They're not that fabulous. <laughs> Women, you guys are cool. Ladies, your guys are cool, but for me, I can only handle y'all in short bursts at this point. And then go off and do what you want. And, tr and trust me, when we get to the traditional conversation, I don't mind. I'll pay you to be away from me. <laughs> right? That's what you'll get from me. Here, I'll be like, oh, I don't have my wallet. Where's my card? I'd be like, let's have a little bit of fun. Okay, we have fun. Yes, I had fun, honey. Take this card. Skedaddle. Get away from me. <laughs> the car going to hit a limit on there. You hit that limit, come back in, sneak in. Don't say nothing to me. <laughs> I'll be sitting up there curling, caking up. Look at me, guys. Taking pictures of her thigh. Look at me. I have a girl in my couch. Oh, my God. I had your girl yesterday for a fee. <laughs> now you done traded eight hours with that girl and I'm supposed to be impressed. Man, anyway. Ladies like guys don't support, guys don't protect. Ladies, I'll give you all the protection and support you want. All you have to do is leave me alone for like 23 of the 24 hours a day. You'll be fine. Everything will be taken care of. When I need you for that hour, show up to job. Show you up to the reporting for duty. Report to duty. <laughs> and then after I'm done, hmm, perhaps I'll go take my bow and arrow out to the range. <laughs> and meanwhile, you can lay in bed. You can make me a meal. You can meal plan for me. You can do whatever the hell you want. And then when you're off the job, take my credit card, go shopping. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Right, anyway, you'll have everything you want. 
All right. Anyway, ladies are like, this is reprehensible. They like, oh, the humanity. You'll live in the crib. You'll have everything. You just be don't don't bother me. <laughs> don't bother me. I need you to cuddle. OK, go cuddle with Pookie. I don't care. See if Pookie will take care of you after he cuddles with you, too. Where are we at here? Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Speaking of social media, I want to thank you uh, for telling me to unfollow all the fit girlies, the Instagram baddies, and the tall bay accounts. He says, etc. He says, I was super unproductive and they didn't even know I existed. Yes. It's super unproductive to follow all of these people. I don't follow like very many. I mean, I think some come across because they're like, I think they're cute. But even then, I don't follow them. I only will save their picture in my archives and I don't even look at the save archives. So I just be like, I'll save it just in case I want to come back to it. But I don't follow them because you guys are losing productivity. Follow following these people, man. And they don't even know you exist. You're just a peon to them. Stop, stop following these people. You will realize your whole world will open up. Instagram will be boring as F. KK. Muslim with, she says Muslim women make better wives. Shout out to KK. I see you in here. Is, are you Muslim? Interesting. We're going to talk about that. DGC Moore says a lot of my engineer friends got laid off. It's real in the field. Keep it up. He says this week's streams have been fire. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you, brothers. And that's a co-sponsorship. Thank you, brother. I'm Shout out to Big Buck. He says you batting 100, coach. There's barbecue in there, man. It's barbecue. By in the there. way, guys, learn how to cook. Learn how to cook. These girls that they don't know how to scramble two eggs, man. When If you learn how to cook, here's a secret. Damn, this stream always goes off the rail. This is why people get mad at me. But I'm, I'm trying to help you. Two things, guys. Learn how to cook. Learn how to put your clothes in the washing machine, then the dryer. Now, what you'll find out, and then hire a girl named Rosalinda to come to your place and clean up like once a month. What you're going to do is basically all the women that say, I ain't going to cook and clean. You just eliminated these people as possible people to mate with. You eliminated them. And I'm going to tell you, I was in a marriage in which I was totally comfortable and I had the ability to cook and wash clothes. Now, some women will be intimidated by that because what, what it happens is it, it lowers their value. What they want you to be is a slop a -lop. If you're a slop a lop and don't, I need you to cook. I need you to wash my clothes. Where's my tie? Where's my shirt? These goofballs. Then the woman will be like, God damn, I have to do everything for you. And then they'll be like, if I didn't do anything, you would need me. You would need. But what happens is I know how to do all those things. So there was never really a need for a person to cook or clean. It was just a convenience for me. You'll be, it'll be more convenient for me if you did that. However, if you didn't do it, I can handle it myself. That person's intimidated by that because they can't control you. Yep. They see they can't use that as a control mechanism. And they'll be like, damn, he already know how to, he'll fold his own laundry. He'll go to the washing machine. He'll dig out his stuff. He'll keep his shit. He's organized. He can cook. If I don't cook, they got nothing for you. They got no leverage. Dude, leverage is everything. Leverage is everything. 
And somebody says, I use HelloFresh, HelloFresh, all of these things. If you can be self-sufficient in your relationship, they have to bring more than that. I tell you, if you take two things from women, their ability to control you sexually and their ability to control you and sexually saying um, you don't need them, make them feel like you don't really need them. They got nothing. They got nothing. Then they have to be a good human being to you, which is going to be difficult for them. It's going to be difficult. Because not only do they have to be a good human being, they got to be a good human being to you the majority of the time. Not only that, they can't be killjoys. They got to be happy with themselves. This is almost mission impossible. It's mission impossible. You're making it harder for them. When you're a self-sufficient man, period. Dude, I'm telling y'all game. This is game. This is the real game. I don't tell y'all bullshit about how to, I tell you how to, Get women away from you, meaning disqualify them so that you make women work for their value. Learn how to cook simply. Do make three dishes. And Eddie, stop telling me to read Super Chats or read yours. The reality is they got to be a good human being to you. If they're, they can be a piece of shit human being to you, but as long as they can control you sexually or uh, cook and clean for you, then you need them. Then they can treat you like a piece of shit. But then when you say, wait, you treat me bad. Oh, I can handle it myself. <laughs> Shout out to Tuan. He says, supporting the coach gang, 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 gang in the building. Y'all just got a piece of game that will save y'all lives. And trust me, what you'll also understand is those things are relatively easy. Cooking for yourself, cleaning your own laundry, is simple and they'll make that shit complicated. I have to cook and clean. It's tough. You making me clean and cook. You'll literally put chicken breast, cut it up, put some oil in the pan, sizzle that shit up, make some broccoli. You're like, you complaining about this shit? You'll put your clothes in the washing, put the little uh, detergent in it, close it, press the button. That's what you complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> then you take the load when it's done, put it in the dryer, put a dryer sheet, press the button. This what you complaining about? It's simple shit. This shit is simple. Then you take it out, take 20 minutes, fold it up, put it in the damn drawer. You complain about this. <laughs> what? They got rice cookers, slow cookers, uh, mail-in meals. Drive through Uber Eats, what air fryers, man? Please, panini makers. Shit is actually absolutely reprehensible, man. <laughs> You're complaining about this. They're complaining about it because they want you to see value in them and actually beg them to do it. Without you, I wouldn't be able to eat. Without you, my clothes wouldn't be cleaned. Without you, Rosalinda wouldn't be able to mop my floors. Do I had two Rosalindas in here yesterday cleaning the entire Desert Storm bunker. They got it done in two hours and left smiling. Bye-bye, Gregorio. They were nothing to look at. However, they're here. And it was very relatively cheap. All of my bathrooms and all of my rooms cleaned, vacuumed, and all of that shit. I didn't hear shit. I didn't hear a peep. They didn't make a peep. The entire two hours they were here. They didn't say nothing. The hell? They acted like this shit. You ain't replaceable. I don't need you to cook or clean. What? Mm. 
Get some game, guys. Come on, man. That's the real game. Save your lives. And then you will realize, okay, ladies, what else you got? Rosalinda 1 and 2 were here. I got an air fryer. I got a freaking slow cooker. What are we doing? I know how to do it. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Broth. Rice cooker. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Broccoli. Spinach. I know how to make all this shit. But what are you complaining about now? Oh, I, I got to switch my laundry real quick. Two minutes. Press the tab. What are we talking about here? <laughs> got nothing else left. Okay, I'll give you some peace leave. Okay, like the rest of the women are giving me. Will you give me a headache too or not? <laughs> I'll take the no headache, please. Can you give it to me without a headache? Can you be quiet afterwards? Are you able to do that? Nope. I want to talk afterwards. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, listen. Where's that woman? Where's that woman? I got money. <laughs> you have to beg me for it. You have to take me out to eat and treat me and spoil me for it. I got money. Junior college chick will be coming over. She'll be done in an hour. She'll go back to her dorm. I'll be sitting here quiet. In peace. <laughs> I'm a reprehensible human being. Oh, the humanity. Let's get back to the show anyway. Like, man, I will get this shit done. Okay, all right, all right, I busted. Roar! Now what else you got? She's sitting there taking a look. Oh, my cousin's been struggling, and I've been thinking about quitting my job. I've been focusing. I have a degree. So I could focus on my career. Oh, my gosh, dude. This stuff is for... <laughs> Let's get into the rest of the show, man. I got to get through these, man. Hey, adventurous woman. Oh, I already did that. Candace Owen reveals... The petty reasons why some women are filing for divorce. Reprehensible activities again. Let's go to Candace Owens, our favorite Tradcon. Again, that's not a slur. Traditional conservative. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Our likes are looking reprehensible. All right. After I get done with the story, we're going to go full belly deli. I need like 12. I need like 400 more likes. 400. 400. This is the best show here. Come on, man. Uh, Candace Owens right here, our favorite track con, sister track con at that black woman, sister. Uh, there she is. Fair use, Candace. Fair use. I don't want to hear no shit. This CGA you talking about. I don't want to hear no shit. All right. Let me see if I could get this on the screen a little bit long, larger. And uh, this is not the full episode, but she's going to read one chat. Oh, man, that's not a good thing. to. All right. She's looking a little stiff right here, but let's play it. So that mom's net post made me sad. I felt very sad about it. So I went out to my followers on Instagram and I wanted to see how common of a theme this was. I wanted to speak to people. I asked a question to those that had been through divorce and I wanted to ask them, when was the moment that they knew that their relationship was over? A very simple question. I'm hoping that the answers are going to be very serious and that I'm going to agree with these reasons for annulment or divorce. And here is what you guys came back with. First user says, the sound of him breathing made me want to kill him. <laughs> That's, Jesus. That is aggressive. Here's what I will say to that. I understand this post. I don't think it's grounds for a divorce. I think it's grounds for having never been married, right? And the only reason why I actually know what you're talking about is I swear I had a boyfriend, and I will never forget this. We were living together, and I, we were sitting on the couch. We were watching Spartacus on Stars. And he was breathing and I, I couldn't stand the way that he breathed, the way that he sneezed, the way that he coughed, the way that he hiccuped. I remember this particular night where I was watching him breathe and I just said to myself, having these thoughts is so not normal. Like, why am I in this relationship? 
Okay, uh, let's start with this. Let's break this down. Um, I've been telling you, remember I told you, a lot of women will have a good man in front of them, the million-dollar man, a man of high value, high character, high status, high class. You can't negotiate arousal. But a lot of women will be on a date with you and been in a full abusive relationship. She'll tell me, I've been the last three relationships I've been in were abusive. And then she'll not continue with you because you were breathing. Now, I get it. Breathing can be quite annoying, but so can being happy. He's too happy. He breathes. He's, he breathes funny. He sneezes funny. He laughs funny. He sniggles funny. I can't take it. He snorts when he laughs. I get it. These are all nasty things. But when it comes to relationships and divorce, the woman was with you. She married you. And they're saying on some of these posts, which I'm trying to find as she's talking. They're divorcing men. Not because they cheated, not because the money ain't right, because you were breathing. Not only did they divorce you because you were breathing or breathing funny. She wanted to kill you because you were breathing funny. Bruh. <laughs> when you and, and I've been telling you the, these divorce situations that women file on and then they want to make you out to be the bad guy. They make you the equivalent of Mussolini themselves. And much of it is disguising the fact that, that there's no real issue there. They got to make you out to be the abuser. When I hear he was an abuser and you say, what type of abuse? Well, verbally, that, that, that is not abuse. Okay. Most of the time you got yelled at for probably doing something or saying something stupid repeatedly. So verbal abuse is no, that's going to be a no ski on me. That to me is a damn excuse. What you did was you left for a petty reason, and now you're trying to make up a reason. Okay, here's the reason is, what's verbal abuse? What is that? Okay, explain the situation. Well, I was doing something stupid, and he yelled at me. Okay, yeah. I was keep bothering him and instigating and annoying him, and he said, get the F away from me, yeah, yeah. You bitch, yeah, bitch. And he verbally abused me. Okay, you did. Okay, listen, you earned that shit. <laughs> that, that was not verbal abuse. But. Even Candace is saying, yes, I dated a guy. He snored funny. I broke up with him. If I'm sitting here thinking that I don't like the way he coughs, the way that he breathes, and subsequently about three weeks later, we broke up. But <laughs> okay. He coughs funny. We, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Listen, that will ruin your marriage because you cough funny. You clear your throat every and have a full... Decent ass marriage. You're breathing. They didn't say you breathe funny. They said you were breathing. She said you were breathing. Hold on for a second. Let, let me clear this up. Did you hear this? She said you were breathing, bro. Hold up. I felt very sad about it. So I went out to my followers on Instagram and I wanted to see how common of a theme this was. I wanted to speak to people. I asked a question to those that had been through divorce and I wanted to ask them, when was the moment that they knew that their relationship was over? Very simple question. I'm hoping that the answers are going to be very serious. They're not. Women divorce over some petty shit. I'm telling you. And, and don't tell me that they don't. They file for divorces 70, 80, damn near 90% of the time in some circumstances. All right. And it'd be over some petty shit. And you won't realize it. So they make up a reason why. Even she found out. Let me find out why these women are divorcing. I hope it was going to be serious. It wasn't. It was petty. And then I'm going to agree with these reasons for annulment or divorce. And here is what you guys came back with. <laughs> First user says, the sound of him breathing 
made me want to kill him. Man, I'm trying to find the pulse, by the way. The sound of him breathing. <laughs> of course, I'm going to say it, it could have been annoying breathing. But that was enough to set your ass off. You got divorced and your whole children swipe from you like swiper because you breathing. <laughs> and she wanted to delete you at that. She was like, and I wanted to delete them. That's, that is aggressive. Here's what I will say to that. I understand this post. I don't think it's grounds for a divorce. I think it's grounds for having never been married. Right. And the only reason why I actually know what you're talking about is I swear I had a boyfriend and I will never forget this. We were living together and I, we were sitting on the couch. We were watching Spartacus on stars and he was breathing. And I, I couldn't stand the way that he breathed, the way that he sneezed. The way he was breathing. He was breathing. No, 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 no. She said he was breathing. Now, I would like to say, was what was he breathing like? Was he like struggling, gasping for air? Was he gulping over the time? Was he like breathing and phlegm was in his throat? He was breathing and it was like uh, he was breathing with his mouth open. He was a mouth breather. He was wheezing. Describe how he was breathing. See, they never neither one of these women described how they were breathing. They just said he was breathing. And I want to know. Yeah. Did he have a deviated septum? Did he sound like a grizzly bear? What did he, was he breathing like? But <laughs> he said, this is hate straight up. I, I want to know because they're not describing the breathing. Neither one of the women described breathing. Candace didn't. And the other woman did it. The fact is they said he was breathing. That he coughed the way that he hiccuped. I remember this. Okay. Look, the way that he hiccuped is grounds for divorce. That didn't have anything to do with breathing, but they were annoyed at how you hiccuped. Brothers, are you listening? You can't win. Hafiz, you're on the clock. And let me tell you something. My uh, when I was married, my um my ex now, my now ex, used to say I used to do something that she only heard. Now, other people might have heard it and they might not have said anything, but what tends to happen is, as this guy says, once the love goes away, you start you start to look at negative things. And you've been all over the past two years, you find out what's wrong. I'll play the clip after this as proof. But she used to say, I used to make a gulping sound. She said, there it is again. And I would be like, what? <laughs> she said, you're gulping. Some people grind their teeth. It, you, you never know. But sometimes you don't realize you're doing it. So I was like, Maybe I'll ask other people, do you hear me doing it? I've never heard people, I've never had people say, you're gulping. And I'm like, what is it? And she says, it sounds like, she was like, you're, you're, like you're doing this noise. <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe it's a nervous tick. Maybe nobody's ever brought it up. But what happens is women get fine-tuned into these things when the love goes away. And then they make this, it's like, you know, it's like when you stir your coffee cup. You're stirring your coffee cup. The way you put on butter on toast, everything becomes annoying. And this is because typically the love wears off of them first and they find annoyances in you rather than finding the love in you or accepting you. Okay, he does this funny gulping thing. I'll put it on headphones. You know what I mean? Listen to it. Listen to the, how this guy explains it, what I'm explaining. 
Here it is. When couples first meet and they fall in love, that in love thing is limerence. And it's chemicals, cocktail, oxytocin. So when you're around that person, you're like, I love being around that. I love thinking about that person, butterflies, all that stuff. And it's an addiction. But between one to three years, it goes away. And once that chemical goes away, then it's like, wah, 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 what's wrong? And when, we're, when that chemical's there, we automatically focus on the things we appreciate about the other person because it's the chemicals. But once it goes away, it's like, wait a minute. You're not, something's off. You're doing this wrong. You need to do more of this. I don't feel it. You need to do this. And, you need, and we start looking at what we don't like. Can you see when I say things like the love wears off, people are like, no, it doesn't. It does, because then you get Candace, oh, you get the women in the Candace Owens video saying you hiccup funny. I would love you, but I fell out of love with you because you hiccup funny. You see what I mean? So you got to make sense of my argument here. These things happen, and then you get divorced, and it's petty. Uh, he gulps. He breathes funny. He hiccups. He sneezes funny. All things many times you can't control, sometimes you can. But they'll blow up your whole relationship and marriage for this. And this is proof. Let's play it. This particular night where I was watching and breathing, I just said to myself, having these thoughts is so not normal. Like, why am I in this relationship if I'm sitting here thinking that I don't like the way he coughs, the way that he breathes? And subsequently, about three weeks later, we broke up. But here's the thing. I figured that out before I got married to him. And so I feel that maybe you didn't spend enough time with your partner ahead of time. Because if you start feeling that way as you're you know, with your husband or with your wife, I mean, why did you, how, I guess would be my question I'd offer back to you. How did you make it down the aisle? Did you just not know each other? Did you get caught in the fairy tale of the romance? I think that once you get married, it requires that you do the work, uh, but also I don't want you to kill him. So if, if you had a divorce and to stop yourself from committing homicide, I can understand. All right. So hey, that hey, mom's hey, not. Hey. So, so there you go, guys. Uh, everything that I say over here that people who want to get wrapped in their emotions, they're proving Gentleman proved it in the clip. I'm telling you that these are realities. She says, well, why did you get married? How did you walk down the aisle and not know that he sneezed funny? And why is that the breakup of your marriage? People do it. Why? Because the chemical wears down. The fantasy is not the fantasy. There's no Cinderella moment. It becomes work. And then you look for things to find a, get, find a way to get out. Unfortunately, it destroys you. Matt Walsh says, yeah, your life can get ruined by this very thing, but it's worth it. You see what I mean? Not in modern times. It ain't because in no fault divorce, she can walk in there and say you're verbally abusive. However, it really is because you hiccup funny and she pulled the trigger. Not only might she pull the trigger on the divorce, that woman wants to pull the trigger in real life. In real life. Anyway, somebody said they found. Somebody said they found it, but um, I'm going to move on. Let's see here. And if we can come back to it and see what some of the women said. It'd be interesting. Uh, this will be a quick one. It says, uh, when her Tinder profile says a few extra pounds. Oh, humanity. Take a look at this. This is from Sandman, the legendary Sandman. In our, in our manosphere, if you will, Sandman, M-G-T-O-W, Sandman. I follow him on Twitter. He shared this post on Twitter. And it says, pre-COVID versus post-COVID. And I thought, isn't the wall a wonderful thing? Okay. Isn't the wall a wonderful thing? Here you have an image. And of course, we're not being judgmental, but we are making an observation. You guys can add your own caption here. Take a look at what a, just a little bit of time will do or a little bit of bad habits will do to you. It is 
something that you have to be aware of because after a certain age, stuff becomes difficult to handle here. Yeah. I don't know who put these two pictures side by side, but this is crazy that this could be the same two people in a short period of time. But people do get comfortable on you. And typically, people try to hand over their relationship at you at 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. And, and that's you. They get a little too comfortable, guys. They might not be able to control things. You might be caking on the couch. You might be spending too much time together. And she might lose herself. And this is typically what happened here. This is the same two individuals. Now, I'm kind of questioning if this person is the same. I mean, I see the same shoulders. All You know, the arm is the same. She's just uh, not wearing toner anymore. I can see those arms are quite the same. They just got a little bit bigger. This is definitely the same person. That's pretty in two years. This is certainly the same person. Definitely with a few extra pounds, brothers. Wow. And uh, you will find this in... In, in dating apps, what, what, what happens is, I'm going to tell you what really happens. <laughs> what really happens is, I'm going to tell you all a secret about ladies. I tell you a lot of secrets. The two years goes by. She realizes that there's been a change in herself, and she might not be really happy with herself, but in her mind, she still believes that men see her as the skinny version of her, right? The, the version of the top version, right? That's what she thinks. And uh, this will be evident when women do the 10-year photo challenge on Facebook or 20-year photo challenge. See, in her dating mind, in her value mind, she's the top woman. But as time goes on, she's the bottom woman. So I might enter into her life and she looks like the bottom woman. And I'm going, well... I'm going, but in her mind as she's dating, she's the top woman. And so she's like, I deserve this. And men do this. And men want me and men do this. Like in her mind, she's the top woman. But in real time, she's the bottom woman. She has no, you're looking at her like, bruh, would you get up out of here with this shit? I want a commitment and I'm tired of dating jokers and I want this and that. But she doesn't realize she's blowing up like the good year blip. And you only can see her as the top woman. Every now and then you'll go through her Facebook and you'll be like, oh, four years ago, three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you were actually in better condition. What happened to you? What happened? But in her mind, dating wise, she's the top woman. She never really got the connection that now she looks like, you know what I mean? Where her value in it plumbing or she hit the wall physically or she gained too much weight. She still thinks she's the bottom woman. Have you ever seen that? You know, men my age, no. There'll be women that are 40, 45, and be like, I still, I was the, and you're like, why, why would you think that? Then they'll put a video, a picture of them up 10, 15 years ago, and you'll be like, oh, it'll click in your mind. You say, oh, I see. You think you're still that woman. Mm. You're not. <laughs> you're not that woman anymore, so you don't have the same leverage. Let me see here. We're about to get to the main event. Yes, right on time. So we got Super Chats, PayPal's, all of that stuff. Brace yourself. We're going to read them. Thank you, Thank you for the contributions. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Shout out to Eddie. He says, I didn't say read my super chat. All right. Shout out to Eddie. Let's go down. Eddie says, I meant that you read my super chat about HelloFresh. He says, I usually super chat if I want you to read my comment. Oh, he says, only read my super chat. Shout out to you, Ed and Eddie. No government name to your point about acknowledging uh, small super chats. My first ever super chat on YouTube 
was to you for one dollar because you acknowledge my small contribution. It encouraged me to support your channel more often. He says, I likely won't uh, wouldn't have kept contributing if you didn't do that. See, guys, YouTube content creators, no matter how big you get, <laughs> you got to. Uh, let me see here. Uh, you, you got to uh, you got to uh, contribute. You got to you got to read the contributions, even the small ones. And I want to work best on acknowledging all contributions. All right. Even the guys on Patreon and whatnot. Detroit run logistics. All right. I messed it up. But that's the shot. Rose says, Coach, my super chat never came through yesterday. Five bucks wasted about the girl saying, quote, be a good man. Isn't enough. Translate. He can't fly. He can't walk on water. <laughs> He can't jump over buildings in a single brown bound and he doesn't breathe right to me. The delusion is off the scales. It's crazy. All right. What do we got here? We got super chats. We got, oh boy, way up. Mask man, CGA. Do you think black men need to get more involved and knowledgeable in politics? People are setting policies and laws. And uh, while we're, uh, are worrying about BS. I say yes. I say yes, but black men need to get unemotionally about politics, although it's very difficult to do so. They typically vote the way their mammy voted or their grandmammy voted, and they will cape when they vote. I, I wish black men didn't do that. I wish you would vote not because your mammy is not going to get Section 8 benefits, right? And that and that will be the case. Your man, I, I Listen, if you think I'm lying, I'll play the woman that says do Biden. I mean, this is a reality. I wish men wouldn't do that because the reality is we're being affected by we're being affected by policy and we're trying to make a moral argument or an argument why women should be traditional. And they're kicking our ass in the voting vote voting booth. And uh, some of the ignorant comments I hear is that voting doesn't matter, which is ignorant. It doesn't matter in many cases when you talk about electoral colleges, for instance, in California. The Democrats have a system of, I won't say cheating, but they have a system in which it's going to almost be impossible to top them. By the time the election is, uh, by the time you cast your vote in California for the presidency, it's always, it's already a wrap. You know what I mean? Like I get off of work at five, six o'clock. I go cast my vote against what I think I'm casting it against. It's already done. But on a local level, regional, state, state representative, Etc. Mayor, uh, uh, commissioner. Uh, there, there's another one. on these levels. Voting absolutely matters, and men will not show up to the poll. Women outvote men sixty forty, and we don't know these policies are being put forth, and you're behind. Now, then, you want to make a change, and you only want to show up when it's Trump versus Biden. Not only that, you don't even vote on the local shit because you only know the Trump-Biden election, and by that point, it's too late. So we're getting reamed. We're, re we're getting reamed on policy. That's how we're getting reamed. And then you show up, what is this law? It's ignorance, and black men particularly don't, don't pay attention to it. I wish they would. I wish they would. Even I don't care even how you vote on it. You can vote how you want, but I wish you would take care of your local city councilman. Um, they're also women in generally are outrunning you in many of these election places. Men don't run for politics, particularly black men don't, unless you're like the mayor of Detroit, you know. 
Uh, and women are overwhelmingly getting involved in politics and supporting them. So if you want to know where shit is going left, that's not helping us. MC Hamster, my girl is a therapist and she watches the show. Wow. What does she have to say about me? She says young men come in because their ex-exes tell them to, but the ex-exes doesn't go to therapy. Wow. Young men come in because their ex-exes tell them. Oh, you're talking about therapy. So you said your girl is a therapist. She watches the show. She says men come in, young men. They go to therapy because their women tell them to. But the women don't go to therapy. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a constant. That's a constant thing women have been pushing. I'm not against therapy. But women will say something wrong with you and you need to go get help. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. Are you going to get help? She said, no, you need to go get help. And that's you. I guarantee you, if therapist was coming in there telling men the whole masculine frame and going in they, and the therapist, Andrew Tate, they wouldn't be telling you to go to therapy. So there's a reason why they're telling you to do it normally. And I'm going to say this again. Normally. A therapist typically, typically, and I, let's just take it out of therapy. Marriage and counseling therapist is a referee to get and push what the woman wants in a relationship. Okay, I'll take it out of the therapy cap category because people get triggered. Let's take it into marriage, family, and counseling therapy. Typically, a woman knows that if she gets you in that door, that therapist will work on behalf and become a referee for that woman. So that she has no problems telling you to go there. She's like, you need to go there. When it comes to if that therapist was Andrew Tate, she would not tell your ass to go there. I'm like, no, hell no. Soon as the therapist, that marriage family counseling therapist says, oh, well, woman, this is what you need to do better. She will take your ass out and then tell you she will find a new person, which we call therapist shopping. She'll be like, this therapist sucks. <laughs> it is what it is. They're referees for relationship. They're referees for your relationship. They're referees for your relationships. That's what they are. In absence of these people, she has to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. A relationship is one-on-one. -on -one. Why, why introduce all these referees? The police are referees. The judges are referees. The attorneys are referees. The people at the damn daycare center are referees. She will put people as refereeing your relationship. Look, a relationship is one-on-one. -on -one, and if you can't stand up by yourself, you don't belong in a relationship. Stop being in relationships if you can't stand on your own too or follow the rules of the leader. Otherwise, don't put referees in front of me. Don't bring overseers and cops to threaten me to get me to get on board with what, what your program is. He says, once counselor and therapist get introduced, it's time to go. It's time to scramble. Bye. That means she's not holding. She's bringing in other people. It's simp enforcers, enforcers, people that will back her up. Yes, you should do this. The pastor, pastor's a referee. Deacon Clapcheeks is a referee. Look, a relationship is one on one. Soon as she introduced referees, it's time to go. <laughs> Big Daddy government. That's just my belief. You don't have to believe that. Shout out to Martin says, I wear a T-shirt that says toxic masculinity on it. Indeed. We toxic over here. I agree. Big game E coach. This topic is to remind guys, don't take your girl fishing. Take three hours to get ready, get set up, and then have 
Then half hour later, I'm not happy is like a clock. He says, men, go have fun by yourselves or with friends. Indeed, I agree. I want to go to the lake. She goes out there scaring away the fish. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, the river's rising too high. Oh, it's storming. Tornado's coming. Clouds are getting dark. We need to go. Midwest's finest. Your hobby rant is my life story at age 27. Single mother raised, no hobbies, and wasted my 20s. Chased in woman. Keep talking that ish. All right, men overwhelmingly, the majority of their lives were not spent kicking it with women. I Trust me, it was not. King Guru says, seeing a rich suburban black woman, HBCU educated, my first time doing so, she is expensive as F, but of course we don't pay. Of course we don't pay. Yes, these people are expensive. Women are expensive. Marriage causes divorce dropped. One Coach dropped one year a game, and it's only <laughs> the 19th of January. This is the truth. Okay. This is the truth. Wallen Joe, the free agent lifestyle book is essential reading for any man. Life-changing. Appreciate your work ethic, wisdom, and helping level us up. Level us up. I'm teaching you to look at things in a pragmatic way. When I say things like all men pay and people try to dispute it, it's silly to me. And you're beneath me if you try to argue it. However, you can have your opinion on it. But dudes that be like, I don't pay. You got some of the goofiest guys. I, I think this is what I hear. Now, it doesn't mean you have to figure out who pays the worst. Okay, well, you pay worse than the guy. I, I, I think it's absolutely reprehensible. It shows a lack of it shows a lack of maturity as you because what you're, you're saying to me is the women really love me for me. I mean, th that is retarded on its face. There's something so there's something so great about me, greater than even you, that I can get this naturally hypergamous woman to avoid all of that because I'm so wonderful. <laughs> Listen, I believe I'm a fabulous human being. In fact, my wonderful meter is significantly higher than yours. Trust me. I'm a wonderful human being. I believe I'm significantly more wonderful than you. And I still ain't that goofy to believe that a woman will loves me for me, bro. Come on, man. I, I'm not that goofy. And I, it's not a necessity for me. They love opportunistically. They love conditionally. This is how they love. Now, temporarily, you might be able to get that. But that's because you're dealing with skeezers. <laughs> and then you talk about, y'all know the women are valuable. The only women I mess with are valuable. But then you got a, you got a rotation. I don't even want to talk about it. So you creating a whole economy. You creating a whole, whole economy yourself. And then they got the nerve to complain about skeezers. But I mean, dude, it's embarrassing. They be embarrassing themselves. Like, it's purely embarrassing. Like, you literally creating a whole economy, running through hoes and bragging about it. And then all of a sudden, then you turn your corner and talk about and complain about hoes. I, I, so I'm just going to assume you created, you were only having sex with virgins, valuable ones, I see. You know, <laughs> Dudes are goofy, man. Shout out to marriage causes divorce. 304 is one marriage. 304 is one divorce. Shaking my head. Last one. CGA scenes. He says, yo, the subby kept up or the subby kept up with the 9-11 last night. That was me at midnight on the strip. Man, it was great to see you. Shout out to C, uh, CGA scenes. He says, I was at my club promotion grind last night was slow. 
and cold, man. But something told me to stay out. I got my first call back at 11.30 p.m. Shortly after seeing you, I take it as a sign. I was on the strip last night cruising in the 9-11. I had a guest with me. And uh, Subaru pulled up next to me with a car full of people, bro. What was y'all doing? There was like 30 people in that car. <laughs> Dude, there was like a 30 people in the car. They was all hanging out the window. I was like, whoa. He pulled up next to me. I grabbed the jammy. <laughs> I grabbed the jammy. He recognized the 9-11. I rolled down the window. They was like, yo, CGA. I was like, what's up, man? But um, they was keeping up. Shout out to you, brothers. Yeah, man, I got to roll a little bit more incognito, I see. Be recognizing me on the strip. But the Subaru, man, had a car full of people. There was some, there, it looked like it was a flatback in there, too. I was going to tell that flatback to get on in, too. <laughs> All right, let me see here. There might have been a flatback or two in there. And I was like, hey, man, pass that flat back real quick. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, that was about that was about almost midnight. Yeah, I had a long night last night. Yeah, he was in there having fun. They was having fun. Shout out to y'all brothers. All right, let me get back to the show. Let's get to the main event, and then I'll finish up with all the contributions. Where are we at here? Main event time? Yes, it is main event time, man. Thank you for sticking around so long and hitting that. Subscribe button and hitting that like yeah i was a make after yeah man i went to like i told you i was kicking it with a a big time famous youtuber and uh we went out to hang out he was in town and uh yeah i, I had to get back to sleep i came back i was like i'm going back to sleep uh says women happier are women happier as traditional wives why woman why one woman says that traditional wifehood will actually make you more happy. I don't agree 100%, but let's take a small little walk down memory lane with information that I've handed you. Now, as we know, what people call modern women, they've been focusing on some things that they were told that would make them happy. Let's go ahead and get a reminder of what those things are. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Okay, so that's one thing that they brag about and, they are happy about it and they've flown themselves to degree, but they're always still looking for a relationship. And then they always say, I'm looking for a relationship and the man has to be, the, the value keeps increasing as their age and weight increases. Their age and weight increases and then their career increases and then they're like, the man still has to have that. Why aren't these men showing up? They also brag about this. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. You know, all I heard was... All right. Also, their body counts increase on this time. And then they always say, so I could focus on my career and all of these things like that doesn't matter to men. And then when men say, well, I don't care about any of those things of the top 10 things I care about. None of them matter. Only simps or guys that capable. So I really like an educated. I like a, 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 a like an educated woman. I'm a double. Abadaba, I like an equal partnership. Abadaba, I don't mind my woman out here. Abadaba working. Abadaba, but despite the fact that these women file for divorce ninety percent of the time, <laughs> or I will say it differently, I said it wrong. When divorces are filed, it is ninety percent of the time those women Abadaba 
those women overwhelmingly filed the majority of the divorces, like nine out of 10, nine out of 10. Abba -dabba. And it's always a fat black dude. You know what I mean? Looking like Ruben Stutter, Stutter talking like that. It's always him. You know what I mean? Talking about talking about I want to make you feel beautiful. It's always a Ruben Stutter looking simp. It's always a dude that went to Florida A&M, Southern, Alabama A&M, Alabama State. It's always some dude looking like that. It's always some dude that couldn't qualify for the frats. A dude that didn't play on the football team. It's always some dude like that. Ain't it? He got big ass bifocals, overweight. He got a big old pack of hot dogs on the back of his neck. Abba Daba, I believe Abba Daba, equal relationship, Abba Daba. I'm like, man, would you stop with that? Stop with that. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, let me stop. It's always that dude. You know what I mean? Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson State, Abba Daba. Like, man, would you stop? He got a big ass gap between his teeth. That dude. All right. I'm like, man, would you sit down with your equal partnership? You need a damn equal quarter pounder with cheese. Anyway, <laughs> let me stop. But anyway, with that being said, with that being said, we have a woman that says, oh, by the way, we're going to set this up. Today's modern women, they have their careers, their jobs, the degrees. Many of them have student loan debt. That's without being said. We know this. They also have these stigmas today. These are the stigmas that they're working with. So I don't want to hear, hey, we need our jobs. We need our careers and our degrees. We need these things. We also have this going on. One in eight women experience depression in their lifetime. Twice the rate of men. You guys see this right here. I'm not making this up. So for the modern woman, they say, hey, I, I'm happy pursuing my career, my jobs and all this shit. But then they will also say mental health. Women are more afflicted by mental health. We need to have solutions for women in mental health. This is also seen that there's a rise in promiscuity, rise in multiple relationships, a less drive for monogamy. And then they're going to say, no, 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 no. Those things don't have any effect on my mental health or our ability to repair bond, despite the fact that we have to be concerned for the mental health. Which one is it? Which one is it? We're supposed to think you're having fun and being happy out here single, but one in four, eight, one in eight women are experiencing depression. Okay. This is not going to be a hard one. Uh, it says right here, women in prescription drugs, one in four women take mental health meds. They're happy out here, right? They're happy. They happy. Hot girl summer. I'm not happy. <laughs> what? So they're going to say traditional marriage would not make us happy. But well, the problem is you, you're just not un, you're just unhappy individuals many times. I don't know what it is, but I'll 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 get to the bottom of it. What about this? Oh, they'll be happy doing their thing, going to college and playing sports and whatnot. All of a sudden, she ain't the only one. There's another one, Shamika Holesclaw, fought uh, very hard with depression. Quit her whole damn yard job. Quit her whole damn basketball career. She was like, I can't have it. You have another player. You think these things are connected? I like when we try to unconnect the dots. Here's another one. WNBA player haunted with depression. But basketball saved her life. Shout out to her. 
You have another woman, former basketball player, and I'm not connect, connecting women's sports, but this is a woman who also was focusing on a career. She's about to get married. She's about to get off the carousel. She was a newscaster, former sports player, had her career, everything lined up, had her degree, and it was checkout time. And then people say, we need to be more concerned about women who are not happy. Yes, we do. We need to find out what makes them happy. Some of these things that we say there is making them happy, it ain't making them happy. What's going on? Okay, and then we say, here's how Instagram harms young women, according to research. Okay, put the Instagram down. They be like, nope. When Myron Gaines says, well, you can't date me if you have an Instagram, they be like, misogyny. Nope. But then we say, but it harms us. Why is it harming us? Why don't they change it? No, why don't you put it down? They be like, nope. See, they don't be wanting no help. But they continue to do the things that harm them. And then when we find solutions, they don't like the solutions. And they continue to harm themselves. It ain't like I'm harming you. You continue, you continue to choose the harm. And they wonder why. I'm not happy. <laughs> not only that, recreational drugs. Recreational drugs, guys. I've been telling you for a long time that women that you've been having sober conversations, you've been thinking you've been having sober conversations with them, Many a times they're under the influence. It's something that the data is not showing you, but I know this for a fact. Women, some women will even admit it. Many of them are doing recreational drugs, right? And it is beyond, it is out of control, especially suburban white women. They be on drugs, dude. They be doing lines, especially young ones, young ones in their 20s. They be on wreck drugs like crazy. And it is a very, very big e epidemic. A lot of them are losing their lives to fentanyl. The media is not reporting it. Many of them be white dudes and white men. I'm sorry, white dudes and white men. White women and white men. I had a neighbor, lost his 20-year-old daughter to drug, uh, drug uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl. And it is very, very common. They be on wreck drugs like crazy. And you think, hey, I'm going to have a sober conversation with them. And you're not. They be high as a kite. <laughs> they be high as a kite. Also, alcohol. Alcohol is pure poison. I'm not against alcohol use, but I'm saying it's pure poison. Many people do it recreationally and they poison themselves. Many times they're in relationships. The relationship goes left because one of them are not sober. And they cannot maintain sobriety. They cannot maintain sobriety. And this is why they don't be happy. Now, let's go back. There are going to be people that say traditional wives in the 50s and 60s took drugs as well to get through the day. Well, we just have to come to the conclusion that many times you just can't make people happy. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not happy. <laughs> There's pretty much no happiness nowhere when it comes to certain individuals. They just can't be happy. I don't know what it is. Princess mentality. Uh, insatiability, you're just insatiable, you're not easy to please, you're expecting people to please you who cannot, you have unreasonable expectations about achieving happiness, you're prioritizing happiness, and you're actually inviting depression, you're using drugs, abusing alcohol, you name it. People will not get up and exercise, people will not get good sleep, people will not eat right, and then wonder why they're not happy. They'll put the onus of happiness onto another individual and find out the happiness is really within. You'll never find that out until it's too late. Not until you're drugged up, 
sitting in hours and hours of trying to have another person help you. Maybe if I go to this person, they'll help me. How come you can't help yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean? People are really just, uh, I think, excuse makers. They're lazy and they are really looking for something in this world that's not there. So when we get to this conversation about could women be happier as trad wives, according to this woman, woman, yes. Not only that, they don't want to serve men. Okay. When service and acts of service are a great source of happiness. For men, it is a great source of happiness to be the person that gives acts of services. Like when we serve other people and we protect other people and we support other people and we provide for other people, that is a great source of happiness for men. This is what we naturally do. We give gifts. We're giving people. We sacrifice. We lay lives on the line. We support. We create life. We create life. And those that we recreate life with under right circumstances, we won't have any problem supporting them. However, people have taken that away from men. People have taken that away from men. When women serve, when women give, when women support, they get great happiness. But we've been taking that away, living selfish lives, assuming that they'll be happy. Well, men can be happy doing that. Most women cannot. And avoiding serving your men is leading you into depression. Because without that, you got nothing. Let's just be honest and let's get to the story here. This is not me trying to get women to come back to the plantation or men. I support marriage. I don't support modern marriage. I don't support thoughts and 304s turning into housewives. I don't support goofy ass men looking for equal partnerships. I don't support the modern marriage, nor do I support the divorce industrial complex. All right. I don't support the hope strategy. But I support two-parent households, especially with children. Let's get to it. The traditional wife, the trad wife who insists a woman's place is in the home, mom of uh, age 29, she's already had her kids, who lives like a 1950 housewife, cooks, cleans, and caring for the kids while her husband works, reveals it's made her family happier than ever. Now, this is a pipe dream for most men. Not only that, it's a kind of a setup job with no fault divorce, but this is an American woman. Let's explore Alexia De La Rosa, 29 from San Diego, is part of a growing movement called Trad Wives, short for traditional wives. The Californian stays at home to cook. I'm surprised this is an article. <laughs> cook, clean, and look after the children as if this is new. This is actually old. She adopted the mindset because her own mom wasn't. About enough. I'm not sure what that means. And she uh, found films showing stereotypical gender roles, romantic and sweet, to make life as a traditional wife uh, work. Alexia says it's important to maintain a routine. This is not Alexia at the bottom of the screen. Now, routines are problematic for most people, and this is why you are failing in life. You're afraid to live boring but some of the most successful people live boring lives. So you live erratically. Many people live a boring life. Many of the successful people are boring as hell, meaning they have a routine and they don't like to break the routine. The routine keeps things in line, right? Sometimes you can break the routine. You can recreate. You can reinvent. You can readjust. But many people who live erratic lives, their sleep patterns off, their eating patterns are off. They don't have habits. They don't have good habits. Most of the habits are bad habits. Can't win. 
Can't win. People are depressed. You can automatically track it back. They are living a chaotic life. There's no routine. None. No routine. Nothing's routine about their life. It says right here, a mother or two was told. Uh, was told how she's living like a full-fledged 1950-style housewife and decided to quit her office job. Was inspired by feeling neglected as a child. Um, guys, office jobs are just full-fledged slavery at this point. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. And listen, you can win. You can win. And tonight, we're going to do the uh, blue chip mindset on the entrepreneurs as well. So uh, tune into that. But many of these office jobs, especially for women, are soft jobs. They're slave jobs. They're slave jobs. This ain't even close. All right, the California who stays home to cook and clean and look after the children while her husband goes to work said she adopted the homemaker mindset because her own mom wasn't around enough when she was a kid. And there she is right there looking like a plain Jane. Plain Jane's for the win, although it's not a good big win. She explained, my mom worked and she enjoyed time outside of our family and um, home with friends. So she was in these streets. In these streets? Mom was a 304, basically. I have always wanted a more traditional model for my family. I love the ideas of the 50 style family life where the wife stays home to look after her husband and kids and the husband goes all out to work full time. And there she is already at age 29 with two children. And this is pretty much ahead of the game for many women. Many women be waiting to 30, 35, shooting themselves uh, up with hormones, trying to deliver uh, sperm to the place where her eggs are frozen. Then they wonder why they're not happy. It can work. It can work. Okay, here we go right here. Not only that, she's not a busted Pillsbury biscuit can after two kids. Have you noticed that? Do you notice that? You know why? She's working as a normal uh, walking erect homo sapien. Okay. Do you notice that people that actually move around for work, they're actually many times physically fit naturally. They don't have to go to the gym. They don't have to work out. They don't have to do 30 minutes on the treadmill. They're naturally moving, not sitting. Let me give you the example again that I showed you. Did I click off of it? I did click off of it. People who normally do things that are normal to humanity and nature, they be in shape. They be in shape. They actually doing shit, hunting, gathering, moving, building, walking. People who are not in shape and depressed, who are they're normally doing something like sitting, non-routine, slave work. Have you noticed that? They don't need to work out. They don't need to be. Yeah, they're gardening. So what I'm assuming she does is she's up chasing children. She's up moving. She's up cooking, preparing. She's up gardening. She's out doing shit. She's moving her body. She don't have to do shit. Anyway, but you, you human beings got it more figured out. I guarantee you she probably does not hit the gym very often, but we'll give it this. She probably is naturally built like that. But I do see collarbone sign me up. All right. Anyway, I'm about that collarbone and she probably eats pretty well. I can see she got fruits and veggies out here. Uh, let's scroll down. I remember watching a film where the women would stay home and cook and clean for their husbands. And it was really romantic and sweet and really resonated with me. Again, I don't support everything she's saying. I'm just reading. While many women today juggle work and childcare. Childcare to me is a very, very sensitive issue to me. I think childcare is equivalent to just throwing your whole kid away. 
All right, Luke. That's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, but you're just tossing the kid to the damn garbage. You're tossing them to the streets. To me, when I hear childcare, I hear loser. Like more than likely, that kid ain't gonna be a goddamn thing. That's just my opinion, though. That kid is gonna be struggling. That kid's starting off life from the rear. You basically just putting the kid on the back of the bus. All right, that's that's what I find. But but that's just me. All right, here we go. I gotta put him in childcare. Oh Jesus! All right, why don't you try to give the kid less of a chance, please? All right, but that's just me. Some childcare is elite programs that most people don't pay for. <laughs> Let's just look. We're not going to use the exception to the rule to my argument. Most people are not putting their kids in a Montessori. Most kids, most people are using free ass jackass daycare. Most people are using the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA. It's a jail to education to prison pipeline. There are some uh, elite programs. Most people are not using them. Are people in Baltimore, Philadelphia, Milwaukee using elite programs? The answer is nope, they're not. So let's just cut the bullshit. <laughs> let's cut the bullshit. Nobody's using going to the Montessori in the suburbs, dropping their kids off. They're not. Where are we at? And she says, Alexia believed that an increasing number will turn to traditional wife lifestyle when they realize they can't have it all. They can't. While she first started dating her husband, or when she first started dating her husband, Matthew, age 37, she made sure they talked about what kind of family and life they wanted from the onset. Outset. Wow. Most people don't do that. Most people don't do that simple thing in relationship. They don't discuss everything. Okay, my kids are going to go to this school, homeschool. I expect this. You guys just have babies and then try to work that shit out. And even when you do talk about it, sometimes women can change their mind midstream. That's what happened to me. I actually talked it out. We were in agreement, and then we got into a situation where we were in disagreement. And guys, when you get into disagreement about how to raise your children, you're done. You're done. It's not going to get back on the rails unless one person relents. If you relent as a male and say, okay, forget it, put them in the after-school daycare. Just throw your kids away. You just basically just handicap your kid. But if the other person relents and the woman says, well, I want to go get a job and work, and then she's forced to stay home as a result, she's going to be hold you. She's going to hold you in contempt, essentially, and say you trapped her in the relationship. She's a slave. So there is a problem if you get to that point of disagreement, which you many people do experience. Um, there was a guy that uh, recently a girl that I was talking to, a young lady, she uh, found out that uh, she was somewhere in downtown LA. A young boy was stabbed by another group of young males. The young boy was 13. The males were 16 and 18. The young man lost his life. The young 13-year-old man lost his life. And so she was explaining to me that the teenagers, the kids, once they get out of school, they just head down to downtown LA and hang out in this area. Hence, they're they're throwaway kids. These kids ain't got no, these kids are headed nowhere because they don't come home and don't have a routine. And they're used to this routine at an early age being thrown to daycare. And then they age out of daycare and then they hit the streets. This is the problem with daycare. This is the problem with daycare. 
daycare only lasts up until the kid is 12 or 13. Once they hit 12 or 13 or the sixth grade, there's no more daycare for them. And thus, if there's no pattern of discipline, the kid now and the mother or the father or whoever is the single mother has no place to put them when they turn 13, 14, 15, and 16. So thus, they're turned over to the streets. There's no more daycare. They're, the daycare ends. And if there's no plan, those kids are throwaways. Right? Now it's idle time is the devil's time. Now it's gangbanging. Now it's teenage pregnancy. Now it's I didn't do my homework. Now it's high school dropout time. That's the problem with daycare. It ends. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're throwaways. And then this young boy lost his life because after school, people go to downtown LA and just kick it. They don't go home. There's nothing to go home to. The mother's out there working. The dad is a rolling stone. It is what it is. They don't get a job. There's no structure. There's no hobbies. So forth and so on. All right, continue on with this brief article. It says, luckily, their visions aligned. Very important. They both love the idea of Matthew working full-time and taking care of the finances while Alexia worked stay, uh, would stay home and look after various duties in future life. Recalling how things progressed from there, Alexia says, when I fell pregnant with our first son, Archer, Archer, a last name, first name. Now, too, we decided very early on that I would stay home with him. Quote, I am at home baking. I'm Wait, I had a home baking business, which I did part time. But when I fell pregnant with our second son, Arlo, another last name, first name. I became very focused on looking after the two boys, Matthew and our home. I've always loved homemaking and I was very it, and I was more happy to take on that role. Today, Matthew owns and runs a coffee shop. There's the couple right there and it's constantly working. So Alexia ensures that everything is taken care of at home so that he doesn't have to worry about or think about it. Now, many women won't choose this. They'll be like, no, he's going to cheat on me. I'm going to lose. And basically, I'm going to be a slave and we won't have romance. We won't sit together and cuddle. But essentially, they're trying to find and have it all. What they want is to be able to both people have a nine to five job, come in, clock out. They sit on the couch for eight hours, maybe give each other sex for eight times a day. Um, know each other's whereabouts and uh, the kids are in daycare getting obese eating high fructose corn syrup and eating fruit loops <laughs> fed fed uh fed protein bars for snacks all right getting free lunches by the public school indoctrination camp and so forth and so on and we make it work wonderfully but they chose a more traditional route and they seem to be happy at the moment uh there she is there with the collarbone exposed in the shoulders and I approve of this message. All right. But uh, most people won't because, yeah, here it is here. We have a short video to play for you. And she wants to show you how happy she is homemaking. Many women are finding this absolutely reprehensible. And if you're here, ladies, and you want to jump on this stream and tell me how much you disagree with this, I'm here for you. And I'm here for the smoke. Ladies only. But if you want to tell me that this is dumb, let me know. I'm about to show you how quick and simple it is to make your own butter at home. All you have to do is add eight ounces of heavy cream to a jar with a tight sealing lid and begin to shake. As you shake, it'll begin to change into whipped cream and continue shaking until it begins to separate into solid and liquid. Next, you'll strain the liquid, which is buttermilk, into a separate bowl. This you can place in a jar and store in your refrigerator for future recipes like buttermilk pancakes. 
By the way, I love this fishel hair braid right there. That's that's a weakness for me, by the way. And um, and um, uh, um, um, she's pretty boring. But hey, I approve of this message. The solid you have left over is your butter. You'll need to rinse this with cool water until the water runoff is clear. Oh boy. By the way, marriage is boring. If you ever think you want to get married and have excitement, you're going to be in the wrong business. Be prepared to be bored. <laughs> she cook a crack. You can leave this as is and store it in the refrigerator, or you can add salt like I'm doing here. Oh boy, she's a. I also like to add my butter to a silicone mold oh, to mm. give it a fun shape, but this part is definitely not necessary. And there you have it, fresh homemade butter in less than 20 minutes. It's so good. Let me know if you try this. Oh, wait a minute. What happened? I was, uh, I don't know what happened. I was just. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. <laughs> anyway, I digress. It is boring. It's rather boring, but that's what it is. <laughs> that's what that's what marriage and relationships are. They're boring. With that being said, if you're looking for excitement and STIs and getting your back blown out, stay single. <laughs> anyway, she says, Matthew doesn't have any duties assigned to him. I take care of all of the chores, ensure dining at the table or sure as dinners is at the table when he finishes work. This is when we have a meal together as a family. This is a great effort. You have to say I'm quite particular in the way things are. She sounds OCD to me. She's so OCD. She says this CDO. She can't even have the letters out of order. Detailing what an average day looks like. She says our family is very routine oriented. Hey, routine is successful. I wake up at 530 and 6 a.m. to get myself ready before the kids wake up. Woo! <laughs> With that being said, guys, that right there, I'm going to tell you the secret. I'm going to tell you the secret to making to letting you know your wife is a lazy woman, right? She's a lazy wife. Secret number one, she don't wake up early to prepare for the kids when they wake up. You know you got a lazy-ass wife. <laughs> you got a lazy... Your wife is lazy. Like she wait and then the kids start crying and then she gets up. What's going to happen is this is what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in your marriage. If she does that, she's going to wake up pissed. She's going to wake up pissed and she's going to be very moody and shit. She's going to be moody. She's going to oh my God. And the, and the kids are going to be all in disarray and all this shit. She's not going to be prepared. She's not going to be prepared. Then she's going to be pissed and then. She's going to be all touchy. And then you're going to be like, hey, did you uh, did you pack my bologna sandwich? What do you mean pack my bologna sandwich? I got all of this to do. I'm chasing the kids around. It's going to be a nail. Your marriage is done, though. Your marriage is done. If you're a true mother wakes up before their kids. A good mother, a good mother wakes up before their kids and gets ready. Not only that. They brush their teeth. They wipe the coal out their eye. They make themselves presentable, put their little fishtail braid ready to go, put their olive on their face, get their face mask on, rip the pores out, and then the kids wake up. Hi, kids, ready to go. You get them organized. Here we go, kids. I'm ready for you. I know what you're going to do. Okay, Tommy, 
Tommy, I see you're yelling. Tata and Alicia, I'm ready for you. I knew you were going to do that. You're prepared. Then when you wake up, the husband wakes up. <laughs> I see the kid. He can help Tommy. All right, put your little underoos on, and then he can give you a kiss. Hi, honey. Oh, here you go. I packed your lunch, ready to go. That's called discipline. That's called discipline. And then by the time she says, oh, good, all right, I get everybody together. Don't stick them in front of Elmo. Here you go. Here's your puzzles to do. Write your name on your paper, Tommy. By second, two years old, he's writing his name in cursive. <laughs> she taught him. She prepared her lesson. She got the three crayons out. Today you get three crayons. Stay between the lines. She's ready to go. She ready to go. She prepared. She already know. But people that wake up, all the kids are going. They're running around. It's chaotic. The husband's not helping. You're not helping me. This shit going to be an argument. Trust me, it's going to be an argument. And lazy ass people do this. The, the, the problem with people, he says one can dream. The problem with people is they're flat out lazy. I swear to God, they're undisciplined and lazy. The, the, the 90% of your problems is because you're flat out lazy and undisciplined. And then chaos ensues and you goofballs are shocked. <laughs> You'd be like, chaos is here. Mostly because you didn't anticipate it and you're a lazy ass. I'll get a couple more minutes of sleep. I swear to God that I, it, this is what happens. This is why your relationships are terrible. That, because one person's disciplined, the other person's lazy. Or both people are lazy. And their lives turn chaotic. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know this. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you helping? You don't need help when you're ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get, have to get ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. The problem is people are lazy. This woman says, I get up early in the morning, ready for the bullshit. I get up early in the morning and I have a routine, but I also have Murphy's Law. Some days my dog's shit and crazy. <laughs> Right. And I wake up and it's early. I wake up and I smell poop downstairs. Oh, shit. Nova sit in the crate. OK, I'll get ever wash it up. Now, if I was panicked and I slept in for an extra 35 minutes and I was like, damn, I got to be on my show at 815. And I slept in. Then I wake up. Oh, Nova shit the crate. And then my whole shit is chaotic. Then I jump on here sweating. <laughs> Welcome to the show. But by 815, I'm relaxed. Because I already woke up at 545. I made my breakfast. I did my 20 minutes of stretching court. I walked Nova. I fed her. I made sure I woke up before she shit the crate. I woke up in time to walk her, make sure she didn't shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make sure she shit outside. And then I plan my show. I work out. I relax. I listen to the news. Listen to the propaganda. I have my coffee. I'm ready to go. That's how it works. Am I perfect? No, but I guarantee you, y'all don't, y'all, y'all life be chaotic. Oh, I'm running, putting on my clothes, arguing with your spouse, arguing with your kids, normally because you didn't get up early enough. Now, I'm trying to teach here. Somebody said 545. Yeah, no, nah, again, most people don't want life. Y'all don't want to live life, man. 545. Dude, I used to wake up at 425 in the morning, but that was because I had to be at work at 515. I still wake up at 425. Uh, 545 is sleeping into me. Any human being, unless you work night jobs, like if you work, like, you, you know, if you if, if you guys work night jobs, that's different. I understand your sleeping pattern is going to be a little bit off. But if you're sleeping in the seven and eight o'clock, I'll be looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'll be looking like, 
Like people that sleep in 1030, I'll be like, I, you sleep in at 1030 and you didn't work. Like it was like, let's just say Friday night. Like you didn't go out. You went to sleep. Did you still in the bed 1030? I'm like, God damn. You missed a lot of, lot of day. You missed a lot of day. I'm already done with the shit that I needed to do by 1030. I'm, on a weekend, on a weekend, by 1030, I've already conquered the world in 1030. I've already conquered the world by 1030. I already got all my shit done. Check, 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 check. I'm already bringing back groceries, loading them in the refrigerator by 1030. I'm like, God damn, man. I swear to God. I'll be like, dude, and I get it if you actually had a job and you got in at 530 in the morning. I get it. But you live in a normie life. You stayed up to 2 a.m. doing absolutely nothing. You accomplished absolutely nothing between the hours of 1030 and 230. So I don't want to hear the bullshit. I don't want to hear it. Well, I was up to 230 doing what? Listen, this is where people get pissed at me. What were you doing between 10.30 and 2.30 a.m. that was so important? Take your monkey ass to sleep and wake up. You were scrolling Instagram, doing nothing, jerking off, texting goofballs, pookies. You weren't doing shit. Now you're here at 10.30, 11.30, and you still snoring. I can't respect it. <laughs> I can't respect it. And then don't tell me you're poor on top of that. Do not tell me you're poor after that. All right. Oh, man, I'm struggling. I'm trying to figure out life. Mm. One of the reasons people can't deal with me, especially in relationships, is I'm very disciplined. I believe discipline and consistency, non-chaos, no drama. I believe that many times boring routine is the way to win. I like incitement, but I make sure the incitement is not too much of what people call spontaneity. Spontaneity, curiosity, all of these things, lack of discipline, non-routine, those things kill your lives. Those things kill your lives. They set you back years, months, days. They actually unravel your life. And you might have worked hard all of your life, all of your life, and then you switch, and then you start being super spontaneous, not being disciplined, not paying attention to details, and then your whole life will get unraveled in days or weeks or minutes just because you got to that way. I, I Listen, and many people can't deal with me. They can't deal with me because I'm like, yo, don't mess up my discipline. Don't ask me why I'm getting up. <laughs> I'll just sleep in. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, that's just how I work. And I, it actually brings more happiness. It brings more joy. And I find that the people who are super spontaneous and just mailing in life, your life is just absolutely unraveled. And you can't get it back on the tracks. But that's just me. I'm not cashing dispersions. You guys live your lives. But I hear a lot of people complaining about their lives. And when I track it back, it's a lack of discipline. It's your lazy. It's you don't have structure. You don't have a routine. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. And anyway, at any rate, let's look at this flatback real quick. And then 
ladies, if you got that smoke for me, if you got that smoke for me, uh, let me know if you disagree with this. If you disagree with that traditionalism or routine, actually raising your kids instead of strangers, actually feeding them healthy foods instead of poisoning them with Kool-Aid. If you think that focusing on career instead of family, it should be priority number one, I'm going to drop a link and invite your ass up. If you think if you think progressing has worked for you and will work for women, it's a, you might say it just hasn't worked for me, coach. All right, I get it. But only the ladies here. Only the ladies. And I'm not going to just, you know, just put this up for everybody. If you're a woman and you watch this and you think traditionalism is reprehensible and raising your children is reprehensible and discipline and structure and routine is reprehensible. If you think you could do it on your own and family last, selfishness first, hop on board. Hop on board this train right here. <laughs> okay. Somebody spamming. They waited 20 minutes to spam to subscribe. Okay. While you're considering bringing that heat, and if any of these other guys, these content creators want to bring some heat, I know you're watching me. This is your opportunity or forever hold your peace. Let's get to the super chats. That's what we'll do in between time. In the end time, in between time. Shout out to speaking my mind. Can you do a blue chip mindset on saving 50% of your income? Sure, I can. King Speech says, hey, coach, how, how, can, how, I can, how can I get gear so I can rep the free agent lifestyle? Well, uh, the only way to get gear is through our T-shirt uh, thing right there at the bottom. The link's in the description box. I didn't even run the commercial today, but that's where the gear is. Lee Smith says, women don't love. They latch, they leech, they loathe, and then they leave. All in that order. Stay free. Agents, fellas, beyond 2023, the free agent lifestyle is the way. Is the way. JC says, barbecue boy, checking in. I'm in the office today, only brother on the floor, so I got to keep a low profile like an afro. Catch y'all tonight. It's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. Age of machines, unhappy women are unhappy wherever they go. This is the thing, and misery loves company. Uh, if you have an unhappy person in your life, the first thing you're going to do is get Away from that person. I don't care who it is. <laughs> okay. There's no fixing them. There's no fixing them. Do not bring yourself down for Pete, a person that is choosing unhappiness. And I believe, yes, they choose it. They choose it by not being disciplined. And if you try to bring discipline in them, they will rebel and buck you. They will rebel you. They will call you the abuser. Get away from these people. Let them find out that your absence your absence or your presence is not the one making them miserable. They're just miserable. Remove yourself from them so they can see that they're still a miserable individual, even without you. See, what they'll do is once you stick around, they'll keep blaming you for their misery. <laughs> this is a person that is possessed. If they're possessed and they're not under your possession and they choose to be and remain in possession, you got to get away from them. So you can show them Wait, are you still unhappy even though I'm not there? Well, that's your problem. It ain't mine anymore. Misery loves company. I know people think I'm miserable, but that's just me preaching with emotion. Otherwise, if I sat here and boring like some of the other content creators and just parroted off stuff, hey, look at this paragraph of this research paper. Nobody will listen. So I have to speak with passion. Get away from miserable people. You cannot fix them. You will be the results of them being able to stay in misery. They're going to blame you for being miserable. The first thing you do, oh, you're miserable, move away from them. 
and you will find out and they will find out that they're just a miserable person. There's no helping people. If they're depressed, get away from them. I'm depressed. Okay, good. Find your repression. I don't care what the what it was the opposite of re depressed. Okay, what's the opposite of depressed? Oh, you depressed? Good. Find yourself. I'm going to be over here. And if you don't find yourself, I don't know what to tell you. But it ain't my problem. It ain't my problem. It's your problem. <laughs> okay? Compressed. Suppressed. I don't even know what the opposite is. Find your damn self, but I ain't going to do it because eventually what you'll find is that you'll be the reason why they remain depressed, even if it's not your fault. Soon as I hear I'm, I got anxiety, I'm stressed, I'm depressed. This is the first thing I do. Oh, word. Well, go find yourself. <laughs> Happiest. It ain't my fault. So anyway, shout out to Agent Machines. Unhappy women are unhappy wherever they go. They're fundamentally wired to compete with men in a bid to outrun the sin God described in Genesis 3 and 16. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for sharing that, Jabari Parker. Those kids who didn't grow up with TradCon, wait, those kids who didn't grow up TradCon learn more about life than those raised in the house. The poor diet, sleep, and fitness is a result of stress. Stress and anxiety and depression in my belief system I don't care what these pseudoscientists say, are all symptoms. They're not diagnoses. You can't diagnose something and there's no symptoms. Okay, here it is. This is what the diagnosis is. Okay, what's the symptom? There's always a symptom. But if that is the diagnosis, but 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 what, what created it? To me, those diagnoses are symptoms. They're not the actual sickness. You got to find the sickness through the symptoms. But what we don't do is we don't find the sympt we don't find the sickness. We actually make the sickness the symptoms. We make the symptoms the sickness and that's not that's not going to help anybody out. Then the solutions seem to be long term when the solutions are short term. Anyway. Anyway. And some people say things are chemical. Okay, yeah. Well, we got to figure out what the chemicals was causing the chemicals to 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 not work. Was causing the chemicals to not synapse. Diet, sleep, lack of sleep, lack of exercise. These things do help things chemically. Exercise is shown to help things. You you become there. There's something called a runner's high. There's something called a runner's high, meaning when you run and there's a certain point of the run where the pain goes away, you get past the wall and you can continue running because you get to this euphoric state. Same things happen sexually. Same thing happens when you eat good foods over. A, same thing what happens when you get sleep. But if you're on drugs, opposite is going to happen. You're going to be high and low up and down anyway. So people say the chemicals, but you're not actually doing anything to help you physically to achieve positively with these chemicals uh, going around. I find that people that are having these these symptoms oftentimes have bullshit going on in their lives that is helping these symptoms and these chemicals uh, manifest. But I'm not a I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional to even talk about this, but.
This is just my own belief. So if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling down, one of the first things I'll do is maybe I'll need to exercise. Maybe I'll go outside, breathe good air, walk, mountain bike. Then all of a sudden I'll come home and I'm not thinking about the bullshit that's making me anxious. I let it go for a minute. And then I was like, look, I'll go hike. I'll go, well, go play tennis. I'll go shoot some baskets. That helped instead of staying in the house going, oh, woe is me, pity party of one. I'm vitamin D deficient. Let some sun hit me. Oh, the sun's hitting me. I feel what, not only that, get around water. Getting around water. And listen, do not follow my diagnoses. This is just what I do. Go around water. Large masses of water. You don't even have to get in. Not a swimming pool. Go by a lake. Go by a damn, um, uh, go by a, uh, go by an ocean. For some reason, being around mass water, for some reason, inspires you. Oh, wow. Oh, look at this. Oh, God. Look at the possibility. For some reason, going to the beach, people be happy as a mother sucker. <laughs> they live in the desert. They drive to the beach. They be happy. They go back to the desert. They be pissed. Yep. Listen to it. Go to a creek. Privately, watch out for the grizzly bear. Listen to that water trickle. All of a sudden, they be like, wow. It's amazing what the littlest things can do and the little solutions that, that you can have that all of a sudden change your perspective. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, to me, it's not that serious. Jabari says, what if Tyrone won her coach? Uh, yeah, she is going to have to get them cheeks clapped. And that's a whole nother conversation. All right, undark. And I'm trying to help you guys. You don't have to agree. And you can be in there talking about all this damn medication you taken and all the damn therapy sessions you're paying for to, to try to disagree with me. But I don't give a damn. All right. I'm going to find the solution for myself. And part of life is finding solutions and actually settling on what reality is. Part of life is just saying, well, this is the reality. I have to deal with it. Shout out to Undark says, I might have to head to Wakanda to find these trads. I keep finding lazy, crazy, out of shape, and disorganized people in the world. And a red flag is a disorganized person. A red flag is a disorganized person. Soon as I see something disorganized in their life, I'd be like, that's it. I can't deal with a person like that. I got, I got too much OCD. <laughs> I got too much CDO. I go into their life. I go into their car. I look at their trunk. I'm like, uh-uh. And one thing I don't do is tell them how to organize their life. I just give up on them. <laughs> I just give up. I just, I mean, I keep it to myself. I'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, they cannot possibly live like this. I'm out. I'm out. I check out. What well, one people do, like, you should do this. I don't say that. I like, no. I used to have a CD collection. How many CDs did I have? And I'm going to read these super chats. Shout out to El Jefe says, Abba, Dabba, Dabba. I, has to ha I used to have a CD collection. I think it was 500 CDs. I sold it on eBay for about $1,000. Okay. And then I, dig I digitally formatted them for my iPod Classic. So I have it all on Apple Music. But I used to have a CD collection of 500 CDs. People would come over. The CDs would be in alphabetical order. People would be shocked. They would be like, you alphabetize these? Yep. 
That's what I do. I do shit like that. <laughs> All right. Because if I don't, I'll be like, where's the CD? Where's the one? Where's the Janet Jackson? Where's the damn? Where's the outcast? I can't find it. Then I'm mad. I'm mad I can't find it because there's 500. So I figure I'll probably know what area it's in. Shout out to, can I say your name, brother? We'll call you a Rod. All right, we'll call you a Rod. Let's head to the cash app. He says, baby mama show was spot on. Thank you, man. Baby mama show was spot on. Thank you, sir. Nicole, Nicole's in the show. You are hilarious. Great content. Thank you, Nicole. All right. Some of these sisters, man, I got to see feet on y'all just, or at least a collarbone, you know, give me something. I mean, I see y'all donating, but I definitely just got to see, I got to see something. I don't have to touch you. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm an old man. I don't have to touch you, but for some, I got to just. You know, let's just get that out of the way and we can maintain a good relationship. We can be cordial. We can be platonic. I don't have to touch and feel on y'all, but I got to see some of y'all sisters is working with a little something. I got to see something, a toe. I got to see a foot, an arch in your foot. I got to see something. Put some damn cocoa butter in them things. I got to see a little bit something. You know, I appreciate the donations and all. Send me a foot picture or something. <laughs> I don't care if y'all married. I don't care if y'all married, man. Y'all could be married. I need to see something. I appreciate y'all being here, but I, I'm just a visual creature. Get them cocoa butters on there. Get in there. Send me a little something, you know, and then we can maintain them relationships the way they is. But I appreciate the super chats. <laughs> I appreciate the super chats. All right, let's get in here. All right, shout out to, we'll call you D'Angelo. Happy birthday to your pops, all right? Well, it ain't my pops. That's the other dude's pops. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to y'all pops. Get y'all pops some love, man. All right, shout out to uh, Lavelle. He says, women's sex for free equals non-profit. Oh, my goodness. Let me read this. Women's sex for free equals a non-profit organization. Wow. Shout out to you. Indeed. We played the video of that woman that said, that says she had six dudes. No, wait. She had 20 dudes in less than a few months. And I'm like, this is the dudes. This is y'all bragging about the free sex. If a person freely gives that away, it's a skeezer. That's nothing to brag about. Shout out to Double A. Mr. Allen says CGA University, this class is about choose life men. This class is about choose life. You guys got to make choices. Um, and be comfortable with those choices. Never have, never have FOMO. Most people have fear of missing out. Do you think that you, wow, uh, PayPal is Liddy. I'm way behind on PayPal's. I appreciate y'all patience. Uh, let's see here. Most of you guys have FOMO, fear of missing out, meaning you think you're going to miss something by saying, I don't want to take part in it. This guys, once you get past FOMO, once you get past FOMO and realize sometimes missing out is fine. Sometimes you missed out on absolutely nothing. FOMO is real. I realize sometimes I'll make a decision. Oh, I could go out and have fun and I, I might miss all the party. The hoes going to be there. That nympho, that nympho is going to change my life and I'm going to have just, you know, eight, eight rounds. She's out there. If I go out tonight, I'll get it. Most of the time I realize that shit didn't happen. So what do I do? I settled on being happy doing what I was going to do. 
It's fine. Most of the time you realize you ain't miss shit. Anyway, shout out to Mr. Ant the Great. He said, she, that was spending $5 of PayPal once a week. He says, I'll send $1 PayPal's multiple times a week. I didn't know. If you like that, he says, it's the, he says, if the bait and switch is always in play and an option for chick cheeks, chicks, cheek chicks, he says, how can you trust them? That's a no-go for me, fam. Neck dropping only. Treat her like a 304. FOMO. Fear of missing out. That will, that will, deca- that will hinder your progress significantly. J. Cool, coach, the best way to get to know someone is to chat with them. Does not matter where, including here, for we all need support and to be lifted up. Yes, indeed. Hey, chat with somebody. Chat with somebody. Go, go, go share what you're going through and don't be embarrassed. We all struggle. We all struggle. Gym status? No. This is uh, Loud Pockets. Dear Coachy, there's business. There's businesses I go to that have their first dollar framed. That being said, reach in deep. Don't be cheap. Yeah, man. Don't be all sending me no $1 super chats. I'll stop reading them, son of a bitch. Sorry, idiot. Let me see here. We got like eight of these, so bear with me. Call me Mr. P. I moved back in with my family late in 2021 to save, knowing full well I'd have to sacrifice freedom. So far, it's worked out financially as I've been able to start an online business that's doing better than expected. But my mom drives me nuts, coach, to the point where I remember my dad would spend a lot of time when he was home from work in his tool shed, just tinkering, LOL, alone. And he would always say he is going in the shed for some peace and quiet. I laughed to myself for a few days. Then to hear you talking about peace and quiet makes me remember him at this time. Rest in peace to your dad. Rest in peace to your pops, man. But look, uh, men go into their basements to avoid their wives. Absolutely. That's the truth. And that's because their wives don't bring peace and quiet. Shout out to KW says, thanks for posting the, that Facebook rule. If I make a video about it from a tech perspective, I'll credit you. Indeed. Thank you, brother. Thank you for that. We're getting to reading here. How long are we going? Oh, nobody checked in, by the way. No women came to challenge me. Surprise, surprise. We got several more. Be patient with me here. We got uh, Mr. E.K. Buike. <laughs> Mr. E.K. Buike, he says, you know it, who it is. It's E.K. Buike in the building. He says, hey, brada, appreciate the information. We Nigerians are looking for you. God bless you, brada. Shout out to the Nigerian clan in here. And I can't pronounce his name, so I call him Mr. E.K. Buike. We got uh, Vincent. He says, got to support those who support you. Yes, man. We be dropping game. Rooster Coburn, your apology video was like when The Rock retracted his statement about the big show being a jabroni. Okay, go check out my apology video. All right. I apologize for grinding and being disciplined. I also apologize for not smoking and doing drugs and drinking obsessively and feeling good about myself and not going to shake my ass and chase hoes while I was out here grinding, succeeding. And then you're out here saying I got lucky and stole my material. I apologize for that shit. <laughs> All right. Adria Paul, I'm a little behind, but relate relative, uh, but related to the dentist and how they can tell what you do makes me think about what you do in private shows in public. That goes to habits, diet, et cetera. Shout out to the coach gang. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Sizzo. Shout out to sipping on some Sizzo. Pause. 
He says, Coach, I'm paying it forward. 100%. He says, speaking of Kaylee, there's one super flatback hostess at my job who always chats with me before she clocks in. Shout out to the Yob Mob. All right, shout out to the Yob Mob out here. Everybody at the Yob, we're almost through with this. No women checked in? All right. We got Mr. Anthony Great. These XXs are so arrogant that they think every dude is going to buy what they're selling. And when it backfires, they look around and what happened? Where did they look around like what happened? Because we don't argue or put up a fight about it. Shaking my head. If you don't know what you're proposing is out of line, then that just shows how out of touch they are with themselves and self-centered. Okay. Many women can't find good men because I think inherently they want men to be chaotic so they can so they can uh so that they can fix a ninja if you're a man that's disciplined a lot of women get scared of that we talked about that earlier kw coaches speaking facts these women do not know how to show appreciation ladies if you're listening to me take notes if a woman takes you sorry if a man takes you out for a meal not that you'll apply this man takes you out for a meal and he planned it he took you there the person delivered it. If, you, if you're one of these black women that complain about the silver and the ambiance and this and the appetizers, you're a despicable human being. But that's number one. Number two, if you've done this, if you thus then tell me how nasty the food is and make a big deal out of it, you're a despicable human being. You're a low-grade individual. And I say that with heart and kindness. Because what you did was you just shit on that guy. For his choice, for his time, for his effort, and so forth and so on. Now, we can agree that the food was not up to snuff. That's a thing. But if you just say, this shit is shitty, this is this and that, and this ain't good, you're a despicable human being. You're careless, and you're disrespectful. I, I don't even know what to say for you. I can't associate with people like that. I can't even associate with people like that. Soon as I see that. You are a low-life, belly-crawling creature to me. I will not associate with you anymore. And typically, it is women who do this. Typically, it is women that you pay for. The dude pay for the whole meal. Then you want to tell me how shitty the food is? Oh, this is terrible. This restaurant is shitty. Oh, I swear to God. I When I see that, you're automatically done. Not only as a partner, you're done as an individual. I will cut your ass off. There's no coming back from that. There's no coming back. No coming back. I don't care if you're my mother, my girl, my wife, my daughter, my niece, my cousin. I don't care who you are. You're done. I cut you the hell out of my life. Despicable. And these people are simply unhappy people. You cannot, you cannot maintain relationships with people like this. You cannot. You cannot. I don't care who it is. It could be your grandmother. Your grandmother's out. <laughs> You're out. I cannot see shit like that. <laughs> anyway, my goodness, be a little bit more appreciative of this. I mean, people are certainly just entitled like crazy. All right, shout out to Adrian Paul. You should cover, you should cover this, but it's reported that Kingsbury left for Thailand and will be paid 5.5 million per year for the next four years. Free agent lifestyle for life. No wife, no kids. He's living the life. Boy, Kingsbury. What's his name? Air Raid Kingsbury going to be out there clapping Thailand cheeks. All right. 
But guys, do not put up with this stuff. As a man, do not put up with that. And no, don't check it. Don't hold masculine frame. Just immediately dismiss yourself. Backpedal, tip backwards, leave that person where they stand. There's no correcting that human being. There's no correcting that human being. Get rid of them. There's no correcting them. They're just miserable people. And there's a reason why they act like that. Most of it is learned behavior. For some reason, they think that ah, I got to make a, a get rid of these despicable creatures. <laughs> All right. Just prefer. Anyway, women, if you want to correct behavior, don't let a, don't let a man correct the behavior. You need to correct that behavior in yourself. It's crazy. All right. Shout out to no government name. Coach, you are speaking the truth. I cook for myself, clean after myself, and I have the ability to manage my life. I had an ex break up with me because she felt like I didn't need her. One of the biggest leverages is not about money, guys. It's about your ability to control your own surroundings. If you're disciplined, many women have nothing to offer. Not only that, if you have your own money and you have submission money and hobbies and you know how to take care of yourself, many times you'll find they got nothing else to offer. Many times a woman will break up with you. She'll divorce you for shit like that. She'll divorce you. <laughs> She'll divorce you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here we go right here. All right. Shout out to Mr. Ant the Great Coach. My ex-wife divorced me because a happy birthday text during a hectic workday. A medical provider wasn't enough, right? So you just happy birthday text her. I didn't call her that night. She texted me that she wanted a divorce. <laughs> oh, goodness. Petty. Petty. Guys, family in marriage is not even about the individuals anymore. Once you have children, it's about the children. We're almost there. Petty. Shout out to KJ. Mr. Jackson says, a woman. I never... A woman I know fought and won sole custody of her son. Fast forward, he's in high school now and not doing well. And now she's pushing the son to the father. <laughs> you said this will happen. Dude, there's too many people, man. I look I look at, I'm a watcher. I watch people, I people watch. Um, I'm not the loudest person in the room. I'm not the big alpha. Um, I've never professed alphaism. I basically just come in, I watch people. And I watch people and their, their patterns of behavior are very predictable. You guys are like dogs and cats. You're like bears. Uh, you think you're highly intellectual, but you operate on instinct and do the same thing as animals. With that being said, I can predict human behavior almost to a T. With that being said, when it comes to women who take kids away from their fathers, inherently, they're going to turn into losers and then they're going to blame the father or push the kids back to the, the father and say, hey, correct all the errors that I made. Inherently, this is almost to a T, to a point of 80 percent likelihood. They'll destroy and sabotage the kid for seven to 10 years, keeping them away from the father. Last second, once the child support runs out, then they throw the kid back to the father after they, they ruin the kid. This is the story of humanity in America, especially black America. It's sad. And then you wonder, what's the problem? It's sad. <laughs> oh, you need to fix them now. It's too late. You sabotage the kid. You put them in daycare centers trying to keep custody away. You let the kid drop out, join the gang, wear their pants around their ass. You let them fornicate, smoke weed. You smoke weed out with them. You let them, you let them do all this shit, go to jail, pick up, and then I'm supposed to fix it. Bullshit. Oh, humanity. If you don't take that kid back to your damn house, it ain't my job to fix the kid. And guys, if they try to do that and tell you to fix the kid, you need to give some discipline. Do not accept that job. I don't accept that job. No, I'm not fixing the mistakes that you made. 
for your own selfish reasons. Now the child support running out. Get that damn boy back to your house. I got new kids that I made. I made another one just like the other one. This is my new family. Take that damn kid by yourself. And y'all can live just like 50 Cent, uh, son and a mother. Go on and live y'all's lives. <laughs> I'm not fixing the bullshit. People, y'all got to start standing on your square. Okay, I'll fix my son after eight years of debaucherous behavior, after eight years of neglect, after eight years of abuse, after eight years of watching her fornicate with 50 different men, after eight years of daycare, after eight years of public school. No, I'm not fixing it. <laughs> no, you ruined them, you own them. You break it, you buy it. <laughs> Hey, man, y'all got to start holding these human beings and these adults accountable. Tell him, yeah, I need to step up now. And he a teenager. He need a man in his life. Oh, well, sounds like you ruined that opportunity a long time ago. Let me stop. KW says you're right about the ocean being inspiration. He says the founder of Instagram was at the beach with his girlfriend when the idea of the app was born. I don't know if you know, the shower also can induce this inspiration as well. Water is very underrated. Water is very underrated. So uh, if you get around water, you know, you have one of those little things on your desk and it's creek, the little creeks on your desk, the little Asian, whatever they call them, Asian Creek. If you get in the shower, cold water, ocean, rivers, brooks, streams, waterfalls, these things are great power. They're great sources of inspiration. Get around it. Sometimes rain. You ever see people when it rain, they walk outside and they be letting the rain hit them. They'll get an epiphany. Oh, wow. Water is power, man. Wonder Twins activate. Get in the shower. <laughs> Some of y'all people got depression and you stink. Your old underarm stink. Your old piece leaves smell like an underarm. Your balls stanking, and then you wonder why you depressed. You you dirty, that's why. You haven't changed your bed sheets in six months. Your whole pillowcase is black. I'd be depressed too. Why don't you get your ass in the shower two or three times a day? <laughs> Take a bath. When was the last time y'all took a bath? I'm depressed, but because you stank, get up. <laughs> Run the bath, hop your ass in. Maybe you won't be uh, anxious no more because you stinking. <laughs> I don't do it. I, I'm a cold individual, man. For real, man. These dudes, man, I can't, I can't get through life. I don't know what to do. And you smell like a whole armpit. Yeah, that's why you bad. <laughs> your body trying to tell you help me Calgon take me away your body trying to tell you your mind trying to tell you do you smell that anyway you smell like a bag of onions brother no wonder you mad I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions is any of this turning you off nothing this is why I'm not monetized hey shout out to Mr. Angelo he says coach my 15 year old daughter is being pressured to stay with her mom more, she will lose privileges from me. I am sad, though, as she's starting to skip days with me. She just doesn't give a ish. Dude, let me tell you something. This happened to me. 
what you want to do is, you know, what you want to do is obviously more than likely, more than likely, number one, they're creating a bond. Mother and daughters do create a bond. So you want to let that bond continue. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Um, and uh, what's going to happen is eventually they're, you want to see what the mom has a plan for your daughter. This could be positive. This could be positive. Don't take it personal. And, um, and, 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 and some distance might work for you. It might work for her. But don't fight it. Let that shit go. Let it go. It might cost you more child support. They might take you to court. Let that shit go. You take it personal, it's going to affect their relationship. And they, they may not be able to forge it, and they might feel guilty. You might make them feel guilty. Okay? If you want to protect your daughter and do what's right for her, fight it. Because your mother likely going to ruin the daughter. So just to let you know, uh, highly likely she's going to ruin the daughter. Small chance that they develop a great bond. Many times they'll develop a bond to a certain point and then she'll rebel against the mother. So the daughter could be using leverage against discipline and then using the mother as a buffer, but eventually the mother will lose control of her. It's a basically a divide and conquer. Teenagers use divide and conquer overwhelmingly and egotistical parents don't see it. They believe that the uh, teenager is operating in good faith. The teenager is the dumbest individual on planet Earth because they are almost adults. They almost can support themselves, but they're almost abject children. So they can't support themselves. Thus, they are at a crux in life and believing that they can do that. So they'll start to divide and conquer families. They're very intelligent in doing that. And what they'll do is get rid of the disciplinary, go with the less disciplined person, and then the, the, the less disciplined person will think they're winning. They're the better parent, better parent. But they're not the better parent. They're the person of least resistance. They're the passive path of least resistance. Thus, the teenager has done their job. If the parent, the second parent, loses the daughter, which they will eight out of ten times, if they lose the daughter, they can no longer come back to you for help if you severed the relationship. If you if you if you severed the relationship, they can't come back and you can't help the daughter. Okay, yeah, they're the, the other person's the enabler. So the other person will think, I won, they love me more. No, you're the enabler. You're the, you're the sacrificial lamb. They'll eventually going to get you too. So you want them to be able to come back to you in early enough time for you to help. But if they don't come back to you in early enough time to help, both of them, they done. Both of them, it's a wrap. Just so you know, they ain't no fixing it. <laughs> if that if that mother cannot see within herself and she's so selfish which a lot of women are you know they're living in la yorena la yorona she's so jealous of you that she has to take the if if she destroys that child and sabotages that kid rap rap <laughs> all right it ain't no coming back now Eventually, when that when that daughter, your daughter who is 15, when your daughter turns 26 or 28, then she'll come back. Mm. Tattoos on her face, impregnated, knocked up, three early terminations of, uh, of children, still working at Subway, mental health meds, in a crisis, broke. Oh, they coming back broke. They come <laughs> Somebody says, we don't ignore six people. California be giving out needles, for sure. They coming back. Tongue ring, belly button ring, OnlyFans account. 
single mother, they coming back, tore up. And many women that are adults listening to me right now, that's you. And that's you. That's what happened. That's, that's why these are women you date now that are full adults that are like that. And then you meet them. What's your relationship with your father? Oh, well, my father was an asshole. He did this. He didn't do that. Okay, so you, when was the last time you seen your dad or daddy? 14, 15. These are the women that men brag about sleeping with for free. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, he was this and he was a loser. Yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, yep, yep. So you guys got to know that. But what I would say to you is this. What I would say to you is this. This is a great question because many men experience this, even myself. If the daughter does want to go with the mom, let her go, bro. And many, many, you, you would hope that leads by example. Because many times your sons will want to come live with you. And if the mother blocks the son going, going to live with you, you see how truly their nature is. Because you said, hey, daughter can live with you. Son can't live with me. They'll be like, no. So that tells you where they're going to do. They have no plan for the child. They're looking to sabotage the child. Because let's just be honest. I'm giving y'all extra game. Let's just be honest. Every time, almost every time a mother looks at their child, who do they see? I'll let you know. Every time a mother looks at their child, who do they see? They see the child, but who else do they see? I'll let you wait. I'll, I'll let you answer this shit. People need to put me in place. People need to put me in place. Who do they see? They don't see themselves. The mother doesn't see the self themselves in the child. They see the child, then they see the father. They see the child and the father. It's inevitable. You, the child looks like you. Many times they smell like you. They, ha they act like you. Many times they try to emulate you, right? Emulate you. So that if the mother hates you, she hates half of the child. And thus, inherently, if she's jealous and hates you, she hates her own kids. And she'll will, she's willing to sabotage them because if she's trying to sabotage you, she's trying to also sabotage the child. If she's trying to sabotage you and she hates you and is envious or jealous of you, she will also sabotage the child as well. She's willing to do it because the child is a reflection of you. What you should do is in this situation, know that, see it coming, and see what a human being, what that human being is willing to do to your child. And they will. They will sabotage. Guys, look at look at our people today, especially black people. They're sabot the children, the child is sabotaged way before they came became an adult. Most of these children were raised in single parent households. Most of these children in single parent households, the single parent, the single mother hated the father. And then you wonder why the kids are left to their own vices, devices. Sag your pants, join a gang, shoot up the club, right? Impregnate women. Women get impregnated. Give yourself tongue ring. They literally let them sabotage themselves because they hate the father so much. If they hate the father, they also hate the child. Now, I want somebody to prove me wrong on this one because, look, I'm not going to give y'all no damn. I'm not going to give y'all no damn soft coded language and it's possible and hope. I'm not going to give it to you. What I'm going to give you is the real and the real is backed up by proof of society. That's all you got to do. Look at society. 
Look at society. Women are, there's a story called La Llorona. La Llorona. It's about a woman who realized that she hated the father of her child so much that she was willing to drown, sacrifice, delete her children because the, the, the child was a reflection of the father. This has been going on through history. The history of time. So much so that they made a story about it. This is not new. This is not new information, but it's new for people to accept and let's stop playing games with each other. This is happening. It happens all the time. Women sacrifice. This is why the power of man is to be able to have multiple children. God said, be fruitful and multiply mostly with one woman, but not restricted to one woman, multiple women so that the woman can't have control over you via the child. If the woman has control over you via the child, you don't have enough children. If the mother has control of you via the child, you don't have enough women and enough children because you should be able to say, oh, that's that one child. I got 15 more. That's one child. I got 15 more and a couple other women that got my child. So uh, you better fall in line or fall behind. But because y'all got one and two kids, y'all like me, I do it, man. <laughs> All right, shout out to Spider says, slept in my car, drove from the east to Reno in my own luxury studio, right? And you got three jobs lined up, had to move out from my mom at age 32. You can't change my thinking. Indeed. Can't change my thinking. You got, man. And guys, one more thing, and I know this show was long. Uh, one thing about houses, apartments, is that it is a box. More than likely, it is a box. If you put too much, too many people in a box, can the people grow? I want you to think about that. Right? You will restrict your growth because you all will occupy space in which you no longer can grow. This is metaphorically. This is physically. This is spiritually. Too many people in one space for long periods of time does not allow you to grow. So you need space to grow. You need space to spread your wings. You need space to have clear thought. Some people aren't in good places when you're in the same box, mentally, spiritually, and so forth. So if they're in a bad place and you're sharing the space with you, you're also going to be infected by that. So then your growth is going to be negative growth or you're not going to grow at all. You're going to wither. So sometimes you need to get out into your own space. You need to get out to your own space. Have your own space, have your own peace, enjoyment. You'll find that your growth will accelerate significantly faster once you get out into your own space. You're able to have clear thought, and then you'll put thought into action, and then you'll grow. Trust me. I know it's scary. I know it seems like you can't afford it, but when you're growing and you have ambition, you'll start growing, man, because you got away from people. You got out of your own box. Shout out to the coach gang. New Mexico story, the Arona. All right, so yeah, man, shout out to the Coach Gang. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back with Entrepreneur, unless there's breaking news. We're going to talk about entrepreneurs later on. And we out of here. Peace. Hey, guys. White Wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese. Reese killed it. This one, her name is something Cohen. A.M. A.M. Cohen.